0: Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds for, I guess, currently the season finale, or I guess we're taking a break, but, uh, we're here to talk about, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, J.J. Will and I, where it all began, so it shall, I guess, end for now, uh, uh, so (laughs) I guess, what were your guys' impressions of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness?
1: Overall, I really liked the movie
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I think it's kind of mid-tier For Marvel movies Um, It was nice to see Sam Raimi Really making a Sam Raimi film Mm -hmm. And uh, the multiverse is something That I'm still really wrapping my head around Just because of its scope Mm -hmm. Um, But it was a good movie Cameos were fun Yeah Yeah
0: yeah, I can agree with that. Well, what were your impressions of Multiverse of Madness?
2: Um, I was pretty entertained. Uh, I was at some points I was like, "God damn, is this like a horror movie?" Because <laughs> I was like, "I was like, it's just getting a little spooky at times." Like, or at least in terms of like compared to other Marvel movies and stuff. Right. Like, I wasn't prepared for it, but I enjoyed it. Um, kind of like JJ was saying, you know, kind of mid, you know, like I'm not saying it was like a bad movie. I was very entertained, you know, which is always nice, but. I think there are definitely stronger Marvel movies out there by far, mm-hmm. but in terms of a sequel, thought it was pretty solid. I think the only thing that I was that I'm going to talk about a little bit later in terms of a gripe too, but it like just as a little like heads up on my thought process on this is like for being a Doctor Strange sequel, kind of really didn't feel like. I mean. Yes, he was the protagonist that we were following throughout the movie but he wasn't the one that i was really kind of my attention was drawn to throughout the whole movie
3: that's fair and like, yeah and
2: i think for it being and it didn't seem like he was going through much of a lot of the character development like there was some like but it didn't seem that grand of a change in my opinion compared to what else was going on
0: yeah, I guess I can I can see that. Um, I guess I am higher than all than both you guys. I I don't know. I seem to really enjoy this movie. I uh, I it was weird too because my dad and I were the literally uh, we went to see it on Monday, cause I had to get through being quarantined for COVID, and uh, so um, we went to see it on mon uh, last Monday. We were the only two in our theater. Huh. And so that was a bit weird. Um, it's- yeah, but it, it was nice though, and well, so technically we were, but then like, so like, like probably ten minutes after the movie started, this family walks in, and this is when the they're fighting the um the squid monster. Or what I think it's, I think the monster is called like Jargantos, or whatever, but like that squid thing that Wanda sent through and to get America Chavez and. It, it's the part where Doctor Strange, like, spears its eye out, and the family just got up and walked out, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't know if they walked into the wrong movie or if they just thought it was too gory at that point, I don't know, but... Can't
2: take me get out of the kitchen, bitch! <laughs> yeah,
0: so technically my dad and I were alone for the, basically the entire movie, but the, there was that little instance... Uh, but, um, yeah, no, since I, you, go ahead. Sorry. No, you can go JJ. You can ask. I, you,
1: I was just going to say, since you brought up that specific scene, um, that w- did like, I, I was a little taken aback by that. I wasn't expecting, uh, quite that level of, uh, I don't really even know what to call it. Cause it's not quite gore. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't expecting
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it was, it was an interesting little fight scene there, but I'm sure we'll get deeper into it. But, like, I don't know. Like, Will said, it it definitely felt like a horror movie. I said that in my spoiler-free review on Facebook after I saw the movie. But I guess I was higher on it. I thought it definitely pushed the limits of what Disney and Marvel, uh, specifically under Disney, what they've uh, been willing to do in the past. And I thought that was uh, cool to see. And... um and I will talk about Wander the Scarlet Witch later, but I just thought she was a really complex villain in this movie, um, and I just thought that it worked for me. And I thought there was so many creative things that Sam Raimi did in this that made it stand out for me. But, um, but I, I don't know. I, 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 it's also like maybe I'm on a high of like having just watched it, even, even though it's been about a week, and maybe. As time goes on, I would maybe have it lower than other movies or shows. Um, but yeah. Um, but let's get into the cast with that. Um, let's talk about Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Doctor Strange, and we'll talk about the variants of Doctor Strange as well. I, I, I agree with Will. Like, he, Prout, in his own movie, maybe he should have been more of a focus, but I thought it was cool to, um, I guess through, like, No Way Home and even this, like, how he's grown to care for these kids. Like, he grew to care for Peter Parker before, uh, at, through No Way Home, and then, um, now he's grown to care for America Chavez. So I thought that there was a little bit of an arc, like, Doctor Strange, when you first meet him in his first movie, that Doctor Strange would not have given a, a single shit about these kids. Um okay. And so I thought, at the very least, there was a little bit... There was some growth uh, through that. Um, but yeah, just some of the visuals of what Strange was able to do in this movie. And we can talk about his variants as well. But I, I thought it was really, really cool. So,
1: um, Yeah, you... Will, you made a good point with that. And uh, this isn't the first movie in the MCU that that's been a thing. <laughs> um, the first time I felt that way about the main character was in Civil War. Um, and I almost wonder if they should be, like, classified differently than being a Doctor Strange or a Captain America <laughs> or with No Way Home. Well, No Way Home's a little different because it's all Spider-Man, right. at least. Yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, it, like, and then America Chavez was brought in and its I've never heard this character before. I didn't even, I don't even really think in the comics she's a Doctor Strange uh centered character. So it's weird for this movie to be a Doctor Strange
3: movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I mean, but Benedict Cumberbatch delivered a solid performance. I've never disliked something I've seen him in um or at the very least I've never disliked his performance in something I've seen him in.
0: Right. Right. Well, your thoughts on Doctor Strange?
1: Oh, I thought he
2: like Benedict Cumberbatch nails it again. He is a really good Doctor Strange love him in the role even in this movie despite when I was saying like I don't think he had much of a character change Um, they didn't have him show kind of like a development in a sense he was different but I think also in the sense of when I bring it up I kind of wish he didn't change in the way that they did in the way he did because personally so we had like so we had one of the variants where they talked about when the Illuminati showed up, you know, mm-hmm. we'll have we'll myself, but just, this is the point I'm getting to, but right. we we'll are talking about how that strange did what he had to, to defeat Thanos. He gave into the darkness and stuff like that. Right. He gave into the power. And then he was killed for it. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked that aspect because I, that was a variant that was no longer existing. So we're not going to get that variant back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I wanted that to be our strange. In the sense of, or at least more one that's kind of, and we kind of got that towards the end because he did use the dark tome, right. you know. But in terms of when he was like had the choice to either drain Chavez or of her power or not, I kind of wanted him to do it because we are already dealing with like a complex villain with Wanda being this hero who we have a lot of sympathy, or this this villain, the antagonist in a sense, who we have a lot of sympathy for. We understand where she's coming from. She's doing a lot of nasty things, you know? Right. We already have more complicated angle. I want a little bit more grittier heroes in terms of these heroes are not all perfect. Now, yes, like, you know, we see the flaws in them. But, I mean, like, in terms of Strange does believe in doing what's necessary, you know, like, and what he thinks is right. He gave up the time zone already. He was haunted by it. But I kind of wanted him to actually, like – Get a little bit power crave, like believe that he's the only one that can control the power. Like make that like a recurring Achilles heel for him. Like they they do this a lot with heroes where it's like, oh, this is their flaw and this is what they have to overcome. But I would rather instead of be a flaw that they overcome, but it's like their Achilles heel in the sense of this is the one thing he can't escape. Strange can't let go. For, in like the way the movie puts it, he has to be the one holding the knife. Right. I would rather them keep that angle because. I think it would be a fun way to tell future stories around and then it would have great interactions with other heroes and stuff too. Those that are a little bit more morally stable, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But other than that Benedict Cumberbatch nailed it. Loved love him seeing him in the role of Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was still like the moments we were like I wasn't bored when I seen Doctor Strange. Like don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm like enjoyed the scenes we, we were having and i do enjoy that how they were showing how skilled he is in the mystic arts and like how powerful he is
0: right yeah um totally agree with your i, I totally see your points will um uh did we want to talk we can talk about the other variants uh as well here with um so we've got a version of strange supreme from what if but it's not the ex- exact same variant from that show um as far as it seems but i i still say it's a variant of strange supreme um but i i thought that was really really cool and like a strange that has uh gotten the dark hold and used it and that's what we're gonna see at the end of the movie with him getting the the third eye and everything i thought that was really cool and the music the musical notes battle was one of the most unique things that we've ever seen in the mcu
1: Um, the friends that I went to go see the movie with didn't like that battle but Mm -hmm. I really did I thought it was pretty cool Um, I thought the way that the visuals played off of the sounds Mm -hmm. was uh, really well done and typically it's done the other way around where whatever sound is happening particularly in the music plays off of whatever's happening visually Um, but just to switch that that was cool that felt like a Raimi thing to do too Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I don't know if it's that like everybody wanted it to be strange Supreme or that the trailer was designed in a way to lead us to believe that it was going to be strange Supreme, Mm -hmm. but for it to not actually be him did feel like a little bit of a letdown.
0: That's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially with, um, other elements of what if being brought in or at least alluded to like having captain Carter. Right. Um, I didn't dislike this version of Strange. I just it was kind of mad on him.
0: Yeah, I I can see that. Well, your thoughts on this strange Supreme? Um,
2: kinda a little similar to what JJ was saying. I, I definitely dug the battle of it. I thought it was really cool. It was and I love the callback that we seen. Again, I'm jumping ahead of here a little bit. What well, we see in the post credit scene when R Strange develops the third eye. Yeah. You hear the same no stat, the evil su- Like, I'm going to just call him uh, Strange Supreme, you know. That's what we're going to call him. Right. But, um, like, we get that callback again of the notes he was using are like, his specific music theme. Yeah. And so that was kind of cool to get that callback again in the post-cred scene because that way you knew what was happening. But I I enjoyed it. Like JJ was saying, though, I kind of do wish it was Strange Supreme, like, actually, because I think that would have been a very – very cool interaction to see especially if he somehow had an interaction with Wanda right because then that would be a real interesting little interaction but even then like between him and then R-Strange that was a fun little battle it kind of killed them off yeah. I mean again you know but by that point we well knew that he was not the main focus of the villain at that point but I do enjoy that they kind of made that seem like he was going to be the villain right because I came in here and I was not expecting Wanda to be the main antagonist or at least throughout the whole thing. Right. Like I knew there was going to be interactions, but like the moment she was like going throughout it and like we're well over halfway through the movie, I'm like, Oh no, she is straight up the antagonist. Like there's no changing this right now mm-hmm. because I wasn't, I mean, I was a little surprised too of the whole turning. Like when, cause like in the trailer we see her, go, him go for help. And I was like, okay, She's probably still going to be upset about her kids, you know. There's probably going to be some little, you know, character development, you know. But she'll get back on the right side of the moral compass. Mm-hmm. No. God, no. Quite the fucking opposite, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, 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 I wish there were there was more. It was the strange Supreme we got from What If. I right. just think the interactions would have been more interesting and it would have been a better payoff. Especially mm-hmm. since at this point we were like, oh, we already seen Captain Carter. Just might as well give us the actual Strange Supreme that we were looking on because, again, it would have been a fun interaction to see if somehow him and Wanda cross paths.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you guys. I I mean, we were all expecting, after What If?, that, that Captain Carter and Strange Supreme were going to be, like, the two characters that transferred over into live action. And... Um, yeah, I was a little. Yeah, I was definitely a little sad that it wasn't the same. Strange Supreme, um, but I feel like they probably would have had to figure out more hoops to jump through because, like, the the one from What If is like supposed to still be guarding like the the um, the Killmonger variant and the Zola variant that are like trapped in that like little purple um, universe bubble, right? So I guess they would they would have had to figure out some way to like explain what would, uh that more I guess if they uh, if that was the same version but I wish it was so um, and then we've got I, I think the we got to talk about I think they called him defender strange but I mean like the zombie defender strange was like one of the and the using the dreamwalking to like possess this dead body was like awesome I really loved the visual the, how it visually looked, and, like, with the Spirits of the Dead that, like, formed his, like, new um, cloak. And just, like, I thought that was super cool to see, so.
1: His wings were awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Spirits of the Dead doing forming those wings. I loved that design. Um, the zombie makeup was uh, a little lackluster for me. It wasn't bad. I <clears> liked <throat> it. Um, but it just... Could have been better. Um, I will say I am tired of strange, like, oh, this magic's forbidden. Oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, you shouldn't do it in that way. I'm going to do it in that way anyway. That I'm just kind of a little tired of that. Um, but it was cool to see this as an allusion to what if as well. It hmm. wasn't Marvel Zombies, but it sure felt like we were doing a callback to it.
0: Right, right, yeah the zombies episode that we were all really high on when we did the recap yeah <laughs> yeah it was cool to see well your your thoughts on the zombie strange
2: oh i dug it i like everything you guys are saying you know like the, i mean yeah zombie makeup side oh well but like the cloak was definitely the highlight of it all but jj i i, I i'll disagree with him on this one in the sense of like i kind of dig that little i dig that personality of yep it's forbidden we going to abuse it, though? Oh, hell yeah, we're abusing this shit. Because, like, I, I enjoyed that. Like, it to me, that's a fun character trait because it just shows, at this point, not everything's black and white. Mm-hmm. And Strange has already shown, it, it's like, I mean, yeah, because, like, in the first movie, he abused the law of nature by just absolutely using the time stone to get his way. Right. And, at this point, like, it's just that nature of, I'm going to do what I have to do to get the job right. And... That's why I wanted him to kind of keep it like, it going and just be like, you know what? Because like at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, he had a nice change of pace with Peter Parker. Yes, he changed. He started having more faith in the young kids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. To me, I don't buy it too much in the sense of because I really feel like if Bush comes shove, he would be like, no, I'm going to take the power for myself because I'm the only one that can really deal with it right now. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Because also it is a little funny because at first like blonde's a little bit of a hypocrite too. Cause he's like, he's like, you're going to do this all over children. Like you're going to murder a child. And then like later on, he's like, just drain the power from the child. <laughs> like his mood switched so fucking quick when he realized how ex- like crazy it was getting. So, but like, that's also like a realistic like reaction people would have mm-hmm. like in that situation. At some point you're just like, if, shit's gonna go down like you know we'd rather have it go down on our watch than in the hands of somebody else Mm -hmm. but I don't know like I I enjoy it I I wanted them to keep more of like strange edging on the that thin line between light magic dark magic however else you want to fucking describe it I I don't know maybe I'm also just thinking too much I'm like I want more of John Constantine a DC (laughs) character in, in marvel but like that's foolish of me to think that because again two different characters
1: constantine is 100 percent my favorite dc character particularly matt ryan's portrayal of him um that aside i don't disagree with you on liking that dr strange is that way it's not that i dislike him breaking the rules it's that i'm tired of that like it doesn't feel like it has enough of a consequence. Like, he gets away with it scot-free for the most part. Even messing with the time stone, like, didn't have much in the way of consequences. Even though, like, the guy Mordo was like,
2: there's going to be grand consequences, and you're sitting here like, nothing's happened. <laughs>
1: yeah, you can't say that this is going to be bad for the universe and then have nothing happen. Which also brings me to another point, um, when we're, this is a nice lead-in to talking about Mordo. Um, Doctor Strange Two really should have been a movie about Mordo. This yeah. could have been a separate movie, um, like not a "quote unquote" Doctor Strange movie. Maybe this could have been a Scarlet Witch movie. Um, movie, know. <laughs> it, yeah, movie.
0: Yeah. yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, if if we want to jump into Mordo, then to ch- what to. Ch- Chawito, uh, edgy of four, um, I, uh, Mordo, so, like, this was, like, my gripe, I guess, is, like, the 616 Mordo, because this is, you know, that 616 has been determined as the universe that the main MCU is in, um, it- at the end of Doctor Strange, you have the too many sorcerers where he steals the power from Pangborn or whatever and is like too many sorcerers, you know. And I thought I was so excited for Doctor Strange too to see more of Mordo because I thought he was a really interesting character in the first Doctor Strange. And so, so I was kind of disappointed to see this variant in this other universe, this Illuminati Mordo that was not a continuation of that main variant um and i just wa- i wanted to see more of that story so what like what is 616 mordo been doing for like six years since the first doctor strange like that that i'm wondering and i kind of wish we would have gotten that
1: he easily too could have been um like teamed up with doctor strange again to stop the scarlet witch because she's using the oh god i can't even remember the name of the book so i'm just gonna call it the necronomicon um to in a way that, like, was upsetting the balance of magic, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Mordo would have been upset about that, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I,
1: I think the big thing that I didn't like about the
2: Morto was, like, they started off where he was so friendly, but at the end of the day, he just ended up being another villain. Right. Or at, at least, mm-hmm. hard, I should say, I'm not going to say villain. Because in his mind, he was trying to protect his realm. Which is, like, again, fair. But it so, felt such like a, like, a weird roundabout way of, okay, so they just eventually are becoming rivals again. Like, if yeah. you're going to have a variant, it would have been nice to do Like, no, have this Mordo actually be very fucking helpful. Or be one of the ones in the Illuminati to stand up for Strange. You know, glad it was Xavier. Which, again, I'm jumping the fucking gun on these, like, Illuminati kit cameos. But, like, <laughs> it's just points that I'm just making at this point. Like, yeah, i excited. I am very excited about these things, but at the same time, like when it comes to Mordo, it's like he should have been the main one to like defend him because it would have been a nice variant effect. Yeah. One that Strange, who was very hesitant to trust in the beginning, ends up being the one he could trust the most. That would have been a nice storytelling right there. And it also would have been different for us because then it would really have separated this Mordo with our Mordo. But hey, whatever. He ended up getting (laughs) his his ass beat. You know, and most of them died. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he just kind of is out of the movie after Strange escapes. And it's just like.
2: Just like our Mordo. Our Mordo. So guess what? They're one and the same. (laughs) Did we get a new Mordo? Nobody knows. It could have been (laughs) our Mordo who just changed dimensions and just fucking grew out his hair yeah that's what i thought at first because of the way he was acting i was like i'm like jesus christ he made it here
0: yeah i i agree like yeah i i i hope if we get another doctor strange that we see what the heck is going on with our main 616 mordo but who knows
2: like i don't even care anymore i've seen enough of it i'm like (laughs) well i know how this battle's gonna go okay that's that's right
0: that's fair maybe we don't need to see more i don't know (laughs) All right. Well, let's let's talk about a little bit about Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda. Uh, I really think her character um, will rank rank her in our villain rankings. But like, I um, I just love that this was seemed like such a natural uh, continuation from WandaVision and um i i really enjoyed this how complex her character was in this movie so i don't have any complaints about wanda in this movie i thought she was terrifying and uh yeah she had just a complex uh for how she went about things in the name of trying to get uh her kids so
1: now i still haven't seen wandavision so i can't really speak to it being a continuation Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get it like a crash course or read a crash course thing. And it felt like a reasonable continuation in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to see the Scarlet Witch as a villain, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just in a, oh my god, I messed up being a hero and now people are mad about it. Mm-hmm. Actually a villain. Um, it is interesting, and Will made a point about this too, how there is a very clear distinction between Wanda and the Scarlet Witch. Right. Um, And that was made in WandaVision, I believe.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yes.
1: I I liked her. I thought that putting Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange together made a lot of sense. Um, I don't know about the distinction between witchcraft and sorcery. Like, to me, it seems like it's all magic, and I wish they would have gone into that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, But also this pairing makes... Really or does really well in this horror setting that Raimi sets up. And the way that Scarlet Witch was used as a horror movie villain was awesome. And I know I'm bleeding over into the villain section of the podcast, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, one complaint, though. Marvel doesn't know how to use accents properly. <laughs> I know she dropped an <laughs> accent in WandaVision, and it sort of gets explained there, but still...
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that we've known that they don't do well with accents i mean we, we kind of saw that more in black widow because everybody had really bad russian accents to be honest
2: would you say them dropping the accent again was an accident
1: oh oh god, oh god. <laughs> I will well, see not and if this. they full-on dropped it that'd be one thing but there were still a couple of moments where i heard it creep back in mm-hmm. and it actually took me out of the movie i'm like Wait a minute. Does she have an accent or doesn't she?
0: Yeah.
3: Anyway. Honestly,
2: I wasn't paying that much attention to it. I was just more worried about it. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, girl. Like, 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 okay. I loved her in this. Great job. Very su- pleasant surprise that she was the full-on villain in this. Loved it. And like JJ was saying, it wasn't like, oh, I failed at being a hero. She's like, no, I know what the fuck I'm doing right now. <laughs> I am going to do this to get my kids back. Yes, was she very mo- motivated by the fucking Do- Arc-tome, mm-hmm. the Dark <laughs> <laughs> tome, Or the Necro Comic Con? Dark said? Either one. Was. Either one. Either way. The big scary book. <laughs> <Anyways. laughs> the Sam Raimi film.
0: Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs>
2: so, anyways, but like, no. I was so on board with it. And I love that transition. Like, especially when they first meet. Like, he's talking with her. You know, he's not expecting that. But the moment she made this name, like... That's what I love is like she was great at fooling him, like hiding back the magic because that just showed her skill that she's learned mm-hmm. and also her power. But it also doesn't discredit Strange in a sense because he does pick up on things, too. Because like the moment he's like, I never mentioned name, And that's when it all of a sudden it all started rushing him. He's like, nope, that's wh- that's a red flag right there. And then she even said she's like, yep, hiding the hex. That's easy. Lying to you. Different problem. Why and like. Not? And it was just like, I love that interaction. And even throughout the whole movie, like, I didn't feel like between her and Strange, neither one of them were cheap. And that's the one thing I, I think is hard for movies to do. Like, when they try to buff up one or, show, and like, flex one character, mm-hmm. they unintentionally kind of, like, tear down another. This one, I actually think they got a nice little balance because Wanda showed full out how powerful Skylar Witch can be and she just was learning on the fly these new spells and just really diving into her power, and I loved it. Like, she embraced it during WandaVision, but it was really nice to see it, like, flexing just how dangerous the Scarlet Witch could be. But in the final, like, fight scene, you know, with Strange, when he was even just dreamwalking, Mm -hmm. it shows what happens when you actually put a Master at work because it doesn't matter how much raw power somebody has. A Master is a Master at their craft. And that's where the intelligence, the creativity comes with Strange. And he was going toe-to-toe with her. And like JJ said, perfect pairing. Because there's no other hero currently we have right now in their current settings that could handle Wanda.
1: Right. Like... We not might single-handedly no,
2: not single-handedly but like and at least in their current state because the way that they might be going with Thor, Love and Thunder again, a little sidetrack here we might get something where yes Thor is going to be taking his claim back as like most powerful Avenger mm-hmm. as of right now it's Wanda it is right. Wanda right now Strange is no slouch and I love that they did a, they had a good balance of showing the strengths of both these characters without tearing down the other and then again in the final fight scene it was nice. It was a stalemate. Strange managed to get it to where she couldn't win. She well, then like she he defeated her, and the only way you could actually defeat Wanda at that point, right? And again, I bought it, and that's the biggest thing is you didn't tear down another character and do a cheap shot like victory. Mm-hmm. It was a legit victory in a different way. He wasn't gonna outpower her, but she could. He could definitely disrupt her moral go like her goal at the end of the day, and that's what he did.
0: Right. Yeah, I it worked really, really well for me, the dynamic between the two characters, and um, yeah, I mean, just, we'll talk about it in the villain rankings, but just having Wanda murder, like, a bunch of people is just insane, so.
2: Yeah, like, at some point I'm just, like, watching the movie, and I'm like, listen, I get it, like, you want your kids back, I'm <laughs> all for it, plot, like, I'm, you got my support, and then she kept murdering and murdering, and just, like, I was just like, Listen, you're making it very difficult right now. To <laughs> I still love you, girl. I hope the best. I want you to be happy. But you are killing a lot of great cameos right now that I'm having a little mixed feelings with right now. Yeah. I need you to slow down a little bit. Why couldn't you kill Mordo? No, you choose to kill every other motherfucker that I like. But yeah. you just going not kill Mordo?
0: yeah s- sadness we will talk about the multiverse of sadness with the cameos so
1: jake that might possibly be the worst pun you've made and i love it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know making the ant-man puns was, was is pretty bad too so um in the past all right well let's talk about benedict Wong as one and uh We knew from No Way Home, because Strange got uh, blipped, that uh, Juan became the new Sorcerer Supreme, Uh, and I thought it was cool to see Juan in that role, uh, uh, fully formed, I guess, here. Um, So, I I was worried Juan was going to die at certain points, but then I'm like, are they really gonna kill Juan? And then it's like, no, they're they're not going to. But I I was a little worried, I, I will admit.
1: If they do kill Wong, though, it would be a great way to let Strange reassume the mantle of Sorcerer Supreme. Right. Um, I will say Wong is one of the most underrated um, heroes. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't get any of his own, uh, I guess, solo focus. Right. But he is um, just about as powerful as Strange is. And Strange would not be where he's at without Wong.
0: Also, Wong, I think, has been in five films? Right, with Sean
1: right? Yeah. So, yeah. Not many characters can just go toe-to-toe with Abomination, either. <laughs> right. Real.
0: right. And just make Abomination punch himself. So, yeah. Um, well, your thoughts on Wong?
2: I mean, they can't kill him off. He's, like, our go-to narrative explanation plot line. Like, I mean, if you're not sure what's happening, I'm sure Juan will explain it at some point. Literally, that's what he did in this movie.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, no, the book's destroyed. What can I do? Well, they did say there's an ancient rooms in a place. Like, oh, of course Juan knew that. (laughs) Juan, what's this? Oh, well, it was in the Forbidden Archives that only the Supreme couldn't go to. It's like, Strange was the Supreme for a while. Why did he not know this? Uh, Of course, Juan knows this. Like, hey... Love Juan, don't get me wrong, but literally he is just like the go-to of if you're not sure what's going on in the plot, just wait for Juan to get a grip of it. He'll explain it for you, and that's kind of the role he's taking right now. It's fine. I mean, so I knew he wasn't going to die because I was like, how else are we going to understand what's going on? Because like, if they kill Juan, then nobody's going to get that explanation, which literally felt like a lot of the dialogue in this movie where a lot of characters were saying what was happening, and we're like, yeah, we know what's (laughs) happening. We see it. (laughs) <laughs> like, like we get it. Thanks, Juan. Thanks. Thanks strange for explaining what you're currently doing right now, or well, whatever. It's fine.
0: Right. Well, and I, I thought that I, I thought that they would not kill Juan uh, by like, because also like, I feel like they want Juan to be around also kind of usher Sean, Chi into with other characters, uh, at a certain point. Cause obviously we saw in Sean, Chi that he recruited him. Um, so, like, I assume that Juan's going to be around to help kind of get him to meet other characters, so.
2: I do agree with JJ, though. If they do kill killing off Juan at some point, it would be a nice way to get Strange back into this role of Sorcerer Supreme, right. which would be nice. I would personally like it if him and Strange had, like, I don't want to say Strange be the one that kills Juan, but I would really like a, a more of a conflicted interest going on between those two, mm-hmm. because Juan Strange does have want to thank for the position he was in.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I do feel like that the way that their goals are, especially after what we see towards the end of this movie in terms of how they felt they should go about things.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I do feel like that they're destined for now a crossroad at this point where they're going to have an impasse. And I don't know. I feel like it would be beneficial in terms of storytelling and motive and catapulting Strange's character in a different direction if they got rid of Juan in some way. But I don't want to get rid of him yet, because he is a pretty cool character nonetheless. Right. And it's nice to see
1: more magic, magic users in this world.
0: Right. Right. Two, um, two things,
1: um, if you don't mind my interrupting.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so, I don't disagree with you that it would be interesting to put them at odds, but I that would just be undercutting mordo so hard if they made that also the motivation for why wong is mad at strange um i almost feel like a a, well just a different way um to do it would be uh if something strange did like over um looking or just ignoring the quote unquote rules of magic accidentally killed wong that would be really cool right um Secondly, uh I will say I loved the little bit about bowing. It's customary.
2: <laughs> that yeah, just remind- that, that was bit was, was great, and then there was a nice little scene at the end where he did give him his props and he bowed to him. I was like, all right, that's nice. There's some character though. But I but I kinda like that little friendship of just yeah, because they kept it going for cause even from uh No way home, where he's like, "Yes, he he's sorcerer supreme on a technicality, right? (laughs) Only on a technicality."
1: And it's so weird too, because like when I think of Doctor Strange from anything other than the MCU, it's just like he is the sorcerer Sorcerer supreme, Supreme. right? And to have him not be it, like that, I it's a choice that I can get behind. Mm -hmm. I I really do like that he's not sorcerer supreme. I kind of, mm-hmm. I, I kind
2: of want him to be it again because it's just like, because I feel like we're like still in this long game of developing him into that role, and I'm just like, at some point, if this dude hasn't proven he's already like at that like position to be sorcerer supreme, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yes, on a technicality, it was a funny little joke, yeah, but not seeing them still rolling with it. It kind of bugs me because I'm like, dude, he's the clear choice to be the Sorcerer Supreme. The previous Sorcerer Supreme foretold and even s- chose him to be the next Sorcerer Supreme. Like, like I just like I don't know what what I don't know what their end game of it all is to do this. Like, have him not be the Sorcerer Supreme unless they do want to kill off one at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm just like, it's a minor thing. It doesn't change much on how powerful he is, but it's it just doesn't feel right to me
0: yeah i i I can agree with that um yeah uh so i mean i um what was i gonna say with with one um i can't remember let's just move on um uh we got (laughs) we got uh rachel mcadams uh back as christine palmer and i like I know maybe the relationship probably could have been developed better in the first Doctor Strange, but obviously we saw through the What If Strange Supreme episode of that what that relationship could be, and I think they, they took it from that. And I know, like, the first Doctor Strange, like, obviously they do a callback to Stephen getting the watch from Christine, and, like, we knew, like, that watch was from her in the first movie, Um so I, I liked the callback to that and actually seeing him getting the watch. Um, And I liked her kind of having a little more to do in this movie. Um, Not, like, a bunch more, but it was more than she did in the first movie, so.
1: I mentioned this in What If as well, <laughs> um, but I just, I take issue with how hard they push this love story between the yeah. two of them, Yeah, because... The first Doctor Strange movie just didn't give me that impression. Right. Sure, Christine feeling that way about Steven, absolutely. Him feeling that way about her doesn't feel like a tried and true staple of any version of Doctor Strange. They just didn't set it up in the right way to be that way. Mm-hmm. Also, like the hero's love story is just a tired trope to me in general. Right. Um, moving beyond that, the whole concept of, Uh, at the end where they both say, I love you. And it's just like, okay, this is, yes, this is the person you're in love with, but it's also a different version of them. It's so trippy and like, there's so much to unpack there. Um, I just, I could use more of that relationship developing.
0: Mm Mm-hmm yeah for sure uh, Will your
2: thoughts on Rachel okay. I'm actually a little bit different on this one one I'm actually kind of glad with the way that they were going about it she got married to a new dude there right. was like a brief moment where, and she just straight up looked at him in the eye and said no regrets pretty much no <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate you but it's not gonna work and they didn't like, and it was just left at that. There wasn't no moment where he went back to that Rachel, try to fight for her back and all that shit. No. They left to be after the wedding. And then the moment he had the other moment with the other Rachel, and they both said the I love you. I took it as this. They fucking, they knew that they were different people, and they were feeling connection. But at that I love you felt like a closure for both of them. Because she lost her strange, he lost her, his Rachel. Like, not like she didn't die, but like he lost his opportunity with her. And he finally got that closure and he was, that was his little character journey and development that he had was kind of letting go of the knife in that sense. Right. Because he was trusting her, saying, you are going to watch my body, even though she didn't do jack shit when the fucking spirit showed up, because honestly, what the fuck was she going to do? Right. But hey, whatever. <laughs> he opened up to her. That's fine. Cool. Great writing there. Anywho. Um, but yeah, no, like that moment like that, and then nothing happened from it. I liked it because it just shows it's like he was like he finally said what he should have said, although like a long time ago. Right. But then at the same time, he's also kind of moving on from it in a sense. And then she got her own little closure because she got to say, I love you to a strange who wasn't that corrupt to the darkness like hers was because she lost her strange to the darkness and he ended up dying because of it. Are being killed for it, in mm-hmm. a sense. So, i that's how I took it. I thought it was a nice scene, especially since they did not try to force the revival of that relationship. And anywho, again, jumping the gun here, because I'm kind of accepted. I, I'm excited about it. He's getting his real wife, you know, in, in the future. We're going to have some real interactions, because we've seen it in the post credit scene. The real fucking wife, the Doctor Strange, showing up. And yeah. that's what we'd like to see. So, f- who's Rachel? Nobody knows. He deserves better. One who
1: understands power. That's all. I was not expecting Charlie's Theron.
0: We'll, we will talk about Charlie's Ther- Theron.
1: I'm just excited! The real wife's showing
2: up! The real wife, Luke!
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about her in the post-credit breakdown. Uh, as well as our other fun cameo at the end, which, yeah. yeah
2: I'm just <laughs> spoiling this whole podcast. Whatever. You, Deal with it.
0: It's all about the madness. We're keeping the theme going. Well, to be honest, uh, the impressions are kind of like the spoiler-free thing, and then by that point, if people haven't seen the movie and they stay around after that, that's kind of their problem, so...
1: I think that uh, we're just all excited anyway, because this is going to be a long podcast, which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah, We're all just ready to get back into it.
0: Yeah we're, yeah, we're ready to get to these cameos. We have a couple other roles. Uh, Wanda's kids, Billy and Tommy, the same actors from WandaVision. Fuck
2: them kids. Fuck them <laughs> kids. Awful ass staunt. She should have just realized that she should have just left them in that fucking make-believe world at that moment. The moment they started fucking singing that shit, I'd be like, man, I gave up on these kids a long time ago. Jesus goddamn Christ. Holy shit. God, I hate them so sorry she lost them but fuck them kids they That's just wanted ice cream that shit fuck them no <laughs> fuck them kids Jeez. fuck them little kids don't care jesus christ
1: they were annoying my
0: god will
1: wow well, i guess we know who won't be a father anytime soon. <laughs> No, fuck
2: that shit. I will be a father, but if my kids ever fucking sing that silly-ass song like that at their age, I will look them down to me, be like, guys, really? This is what you wanted? You could have just said you wanted some fucking ice cream. How dare you fucking sing that fucking song like that? What the fuck am I supposed to do with this fucking information to waste my goddamn time like this? I'm trying to fucking take over and rewrite reality, and you're distracted with this silly-ass song about fucking ice cream? Just go to the goddamn freezer. I'm sure we have fucking ice cream in here, you fucking fat asses. Goddamn, going to get diabetes, your fucking vegetables jesus i hate those kids in this movie wow
0: i don't even know where this podcast went just now but it went somewhere wow we need like a rating with all the f boxes. (laughs) (laughs) i really don't know i i'm hoping i don't know i kind of want i kind of want people to give feedback on what just happened in this segment
1: (laughs) i have no response
0: (laughs) Um, well I think we're ready to get to the cameos. There is another credited <laughs> There is another credited role before that. There's a Michael Stuhlbarg as Nicodemus West. He was the doctor from the first Doctor Strange and he pops up just to be like, Hey, why why was there only really only one way to do this? And I blipped out and I lost my cats and my wife, and that's he's the sad character. It reminded me of uh, Martin Starr in Spider-Man and Far From Home when he like says he blipped out and his wife left him or whatever that it reminded me of that
1: <laughs> i get that he and strange have history but mm-hmm. i fully feel like this guy is the absolute worst kind of customer to go into any retail store he went from hey to the here's my life story <laughs> so quick
0: yeah true yeah fuck
1: that guy too like how the fuck are you gonna let like, you just begin all the press at a fucking wedding. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: oh, sorry you worked out. You and half the goddamn population. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, stupid cats. You started off trying to be serious because I was like, okay, cool. We're going to have great repercussions with Strange them the stones. But he's like, oh, I lost my cats. It's like, I don't give a fuck about your fucking cats, dude. I'm at a goddamn wedding. The woman that I love is getting married to some other dude. You really think I give a shit about this? I just fucking killed that mad titan for your ungrateful ass. Fuck you.
0: I am putting an explicit warning on this podcast. oh my god all right well let's get to the cameos then on that note Um, let's go in the
1: if i may interject should we talk about america chavez
0: oh yeah i'm sorry i don't know why i missed america chavez that's my bad zoshi gomez as america chavez really sorry (laughs) sir but i I thought america chavez worked um i i'm not saying she was like this amazing character but i i I liked her. I thought she was an interesting addition. She meant something. Um, Her power set is kind of cool, and it's a way to travel through the multiverse, so she worked for me.
1: Uh, Another superhero movie trope was in this movie with her, where she gets her powers, she doesn't know how to use them, and then some inspirational talk happens, and then it's like, bam, I can use my powers now. Mm -hmm. and i was distracted from the movie by how quickly that turned for her Mm -hmm. um i know that superheroes don't exist okay (laughs) suspension of disbelief and all that but like nobody is gonna get that good that fast all of a sudden she's punching people into other general or other dimensions that aside um I had not heard of this character prior to this movie. Neither I did I. I wasn't expecting this character. Nothing in the trailers led me to believe that we were going to get uh, such a big focus on her. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely feels like they're setting up the Young Avengers because they got uh, the, is it the Marvels coming out in the yeah, future? So And, and we got um, Morgan Stark and just other kids running around now.
0: Yeah, so to your point, J.J., with the Young Avengers, like if they somehow find a way to get billy and tommy into the main universe we got them uh we've got america chavez now we got morgan stark um scott Lane's daughter cassie uh Haley steinfeld is kate bishop um we've got a couple yeah we've got like quite a few younger young avengers that they could like put in so um will your your thoughts on america chavez <laughs>
2: Oh my god i love her like like like, honestly like okay listen i i hear everything jj says yep great trope was there yep magically knows how to use powers after a pep talk whatever don't care did i also like say that i kind of wish strange took her powers and kind of killed her yeah but i also kind of just wanted to like feel a little scummy towards dr strange too because you know what sometimes it's okay like that but i love her like yeah didn't really know much about her but like she was just so pure like it's just a pure little child and I just love her for some reason whenever she was on the screen I was just was like I'm like we must protect this child again very conflicting what I said earlier how I kind of <laughs> wish but that was just more of a story thing but in reality I'm really glad she's alive and also how like think about it the amount of flexing you could say about it, it's like I punched this dude so goddamn hard they went to another dimension Then. <laughs> <laughs> is a whole new kind of ass whooping that i am so on board for seeing like imagine her in a fight like in future movies and just decking some random minion and he's just now in some different dimension or universe like (laughs) like the amount of confusion this dude's gonna have he's just gonna be like damn i really got a bad concussion right now because one moment i was fighting this chick in the fucking jean jacket next thing i know there's a goddamn dinosaur next to me and I'm not sure what to do with this information. I'm glad she's on board now. I can't wait to see what Marvel does with her Mm -hmm. in the future. And I'm glad we have someone like her with her power set, because then it just opens the door to possible new variants, getting old characters back, new versions of characters, you know, of the ones we have. I'm just excited for it because it's just, it's a nice comic book way of just keeping variety going in this universe.
0: Agreed. Um, and
1: of, sorry. Go ahead, you first.
0: Well, I, I was just gonna say, like, it's cool. Also, we got. I thought, despite the controversies that came out like a week before, because of Saudi Arabia and China being basically bigots and not wanting. To, the fuck up, they
2: can shut the fuck up about that stupid shit. They yeah. Never fucking want to talk shit about my my child ever again? I'm gonna kick their ass. Yeah. The fuck
0: them. Yeah. Well, it it sucks because like. All, the press made this big deal out of this very natural way, I thought, of having America Chavez have two moms. And
2: it was just one fucking scene, and it was a flashback and a yeah. memory thing. Honestly, that would be a clutch-ass thing to have in this universe, because the amount of times I could fucking figure out where the goddamn I left my keys, like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, that would help me. So sorry,
1: guys. I'm, like, up right now. But like, let's just keep this going
0: honestly all right jj what did you want to say
1: um just his line about punching into another dimension that is something straight out of everybody hates chris feels like um (laughs) but uh you know it's interesting that they went with this character too because she's relatively new her first comic book uh, Mm -hmm. appearance was in 2011 wow um yeah so that uh and like it seems like a lot of phase four is doing this now where they're bringing in characters that aren't as well known like the original six avengers that we got these were characters people knew um even people who weren't comic book fans had heard of some of these people like everybody knew who captain america was or the right? hulk or the hulk but now we got the eternals and we got america chavez shan chi um, yep shang chi who i I had never heard of um also to your point about like this being another way for them to open up the multiverse so to speak um really also speaks to the uh just the breadth of what disney is doing with marvel now Mm -hmm. and it's both a good and a bad thing Like, it's cool because it's really more accurate to what comic books are like and what the comic universe is like. Right. And that just things are happening everywhere, absolutely all the time. Right. And that's cool. I like that. At the same time, me, a diehard Marvel fan got turned off of marvel for a while because they just expanded it so much right we're in phase four and there's already i think like nine movies or not nine movies but nine properties yeah there's there's
0: 10 properties i think now yeah
1: yeah 10 properties in phase four alone when the first three phases together had 23 or 22 23 23 and it's just like that's a huge ramp up Right. and in a short span of time too endgame was only a few years ago
0: right that um, that's crazy to think about
1: <laughs> so especially it, also with how everything's intertwined
2: in some shape or form like you like, kind of gets a little crazy because you're like do i have to track all this stuff just to understand these next upcoming projects or these next upcoming properties but like in like in terms of wandavision it wasn't that bad like you could like jj did, you didn't finish wandavision or you didn't see i haven't watched it yet no yeah but you got a general grit grasp of what the fuck was happened Mm
1: -hmm. like if if i wasn't a lot of
2: spoilers in that
1: well i read a thing like a recap of wandavision beforehand and i don't think i would have been able to follow along too well with what was going on with wanda as the scarlet witch in her book if i hadn't read that recap Mm um but i do appreciate that the directors have been consistent about saying These are the things you should see before you see this movie. Um, Right. That's real helpful. Um, But it also, I just, they did such a good job tying everything together for Endgame. I don't know how they're possibly, if they continue at this rate, how they're possibly going to be able to reconcile everything all at once in a way that doesn't feel like it had the same problems Eternals had with just too many characters on screen at the same time. But that's for a future podcast. Once they actually get into wherever phase four is actually leading
0: secret wars, maybe who knows, um, (laughs) um, (laughs) um, where do you guys think America Chavez will show up next? I'm, I'm not entirely sure where they're going to have her next. Young Avengers seems like it could be a thing down the road, but I I don't know where they could put her in next.
1: I wouldn't be surprised to have her show up with Miss Marvel. (laughs) Um, it, It would make sense for her to look for other people her age. I mean, she's trying to figure out who she is. She doesn't have a home universe, really, at this point. Um, So I could see that, for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Will, any thoughts?
1: I I feel like she might pop up in the next
2: Marvel TV show we get. Maybe not like She-Hulk, but I feel like that would maybe probably be the next point she would show up in. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know. Because it, it's with her powers, I see her more using, being used as a utility character more so than one that's going to be like in the Captain Marvel role in the sense of this is a powerhouse we're bringing in to deal with this particular threat. She right. might be a utility character in the sense of this character is going to help us get to this point, like, or at least open the doors for us, But in, like polite, literally, but... I don't know. That's how I kind of see her role. I see her more as in a TV show role. I mean, I could be wrong. I I, I would love to see her again in the next movie. I just don't see her where, at least in like upcoming projects, where she would find use. Who knows? Maybe they're low-key going to surprise us and she's going to somehow find her way running into Thor because that's another kind of character where someone like Chavez could run into with her kind of powers. Right. Uh, Outside of Doctor Strange and Wando, Thor is the type of character in terms of who would deal with such kinds of things. It makes sense that she would interact with him next. You know what I mean? Right. Especially if we go to the direction, which I'm really hoping they do, and I really hope we get more hints to Rune King Thor. Really hope.
0: Love to see Love and Thunder.
2: I'm I'm so excited for that. But, anyways,
1: I definitely don't expect a solo film. Out yeah, of her. No,
2: no. no, 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 no! I don't, not, not like with that. I definitely feel like she's gonna be another like a supporting character in somebody else's movie. I see TV show before actual another appearance on the big screen. If not, mm-hmm. she's probably gonna have a cameo appearance in like a, a Thor movie. I would say that's yeah. my guess.
0: Yeah, I can see Thor or Miss Marvel. I mean, both of those. Yeah, Miss Mar- Marvel too. Miss you know. Marvel's right, yeah. coming out next month in june and then thor love and thunder in july so i mean we'll have to right. see um all right uh so now that every character now that we haven't forgotten about anybody else let's get to the cameo appearances let's let's go through the illuminati in the order they get killed so let's start with anson mount as black bolt uh from inhumans uh the same actor who betrayed him in that show which it's was a shit show but uh, yeah um <laughs> But it's, 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 I guess it's cool to bring that actor in, um, and also the what mouth scene is probably the one of the most horrifying deaths in the MCU, just make him blow his own brains out, like,
1: jeez. I, you know, okay, first of all, interesting choice, because the Inhumans was received so poorly, <laughs> yeah. um, but it is good that they're still, that they're, um still going to incorporate these characters because I don't know much about Black Bull, but from (laughs) the things things I've heard, I'm led to believe that he's a pretty important character in the comics, Mm -hmm. so I would like to see more of him. Um, Not going to lie, I feel like someone who, uh, I don't know if it's in his entire life, but who their power is they can't speak. If all of a sudden he didn't have a mouth, it seems like he'd be more... Uh, I don't know, hesitant to try to say something. I I don't know. I just don't get the vibe that he, like, someone with that power, would or their go-to would be to speak when they have no mouth. Not that he would ma- necessarily expect that result. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Will, your thoughts on Black Bolt?
1: So
2: happy to see Black Bolt again. I, I'm i just so fucking happy because they put – they put respect on my man's name in sense of bringing him back into the role of the Illuminati they was in. Yes, they definitely gave him a gory fucking death, but it's also just again it shows how dangerous Wanda is. Like that's I did not feel any less threatened by Black Bolt by the fact that he got his fucking own brains turned out. That just shows you the power of Wanda mm-hmm. because it showed what happens when Black Bolt speaks, even as a whisper. When he said, "I'm sorry to that strange," he absolutely obliterated that motherfucker. Like. Mm-hmm. Black Bolt is no goddamn joke. Belongs yeah. in the Illuminati chair. Glad to see him back because, again, these are all variants. But what it does, though, it puts into the everybody's mind of these are characters that exist at some point in some of this multiverse. So don't be surprised if we pull them back out again in our own main universe. So seeing Black Bolt just gives me hope. I'm happy.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, it, it was a cool cameo for sure. We can also
2: blame that the inhuman show was a shitty show on some other universe. That's why it's not our problem no more. Right,
0: it's not part of the MCU, so we can forget about it. <laughs>
2: um, and this cameo
0: is not going to make me watch it. So. <laughs> um, Alright, next death. Super excited, because I, back in WandaVision a year ago, when I did it with Josh and Gabe, I predicted that... John Krasinski was going to show up as Reed Richards. I was a year or two early because here he is. I was so excited to see him as Mr. Fantastic, even though he got turned into spaghetti by Wanda. Um, But I really, I, like, it'd be cool to see him as the actual Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four, but I'm fine. I'm satisfied if this is, if he's just this variant um, of Mr. Fantastic.
1: His was my least favorite Death uh, mm-hmm. second least favorite death of the Illuminati mm-hmm. um, it didn't feel as in line with the horror elements uh, of the movie mm-hmm. um, it felt more like the Guardians deaths with the reality zone or mm-hmm. quote unquote deaths when Drax was turned to cubes and Mantis and was turned into yarn yeah and it's just like okay well uh, he's dead now um, mm-hmm. but yeah re, uh, I was a little disappointed that it, that I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. I wish that this particular secret had been better kept. Um, like people wanting John Krasinski is one thing, but it had been rumored that John Krasinski was going to be Mister Fantastic, and like I would have been more like, "Whoa, that's super cool!" If I had known about it, I, I'm happy with the choice. Don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. just wish it was a surprise to me.
0: I, I was surprised to actually see it happen, but I like, I knew it was rumored too, but I was just like, if they actually do this, it's going to be so cool, but Will, your thoughts on John Krasinski as Reed Richards?
2: Loved it, just, I love, I just, I love every, a lot of things about the Illuminati, just to the mere fact that I love when, especially when we were getting these new characters, because all it is is just implementing these characters that exist somewhere in the multiverse, and I love it, it just gives me hope. Mm-hmm. Getting reference to a fantastic four member, Reed Richards, in particular. Also, great introduction, greatest mind on earth. Boom, Reed Richards. I was like, hell yeah, put some respect on his name. Um, I know, and like the death thing, you know, like I, I didn't take it to heart any of these deaths. Yeah, were some of them gory? Yeah, but like again, I wasn't like super attached because again, they're variants. I'm not, it's not like this is like a forever thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not expecting it to be I know a fantastic four movie's probably going to be coming its way yeah I'm very excited for it, but what it does though it just like I said it confirms they exist somewhere and at this point because the multiverse is opened as far as I'm concerned it exists in our MCU verse because it means it's fair game to use again and I'm so down for it
0: yeah, and I, I know, JJ, you brought up this sounded kind of like the corny thing of using their loved ones against them, but I don't know, it was pretty dark to be for Wanda to be like, do you have a family at home? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, fine, good, because uh, your wife will be there to take care of your kids uh, when you're gone. And it's just like, "Geez, Wanda. Oh, I'll tell
2: you what though, Wanda, depending on his age, Wanda's lucky he didn't call his son because his son would have fucking kicked everybody's ass. Is it?
0: Isn't Nathaniel his Richards supposed to be king?
2: Reality warping mutant, like, like look up his kids and his son alone at the young age was creating his own universe in a sense, and under his blanket for fun. Like yeah. this dude is a po- like his kid is a powerhouse, like in terms of pure power. Like everything Wanda was doing, like Reed's and Susan's kid just does for shits and giggles. Like like look up this shit i'm not even kidding like it is fucking mind-blowing how powerful his kid is like so like if for some reason reed was like yeah you want to meet my kid and if it was like anything close to what the was in the comics and depending on how old the kid is yeah even at a young age like when he still has his powers yeah the kid would fuck up wanda for fun yeah dressed as a little cowboy if he wanted to like he would do it but, like, how he, like, in the comics, how the kid, like, loses his powers, it's because he's like, ah, yeah, I don't want to be, like, this omnipotent guy anymore, I'm gonna give up my powers. Boom. Fun fact for you, honestly, anyone listening to this, you too as well, like, look up the fucking, like, his kid, and just, like, the shit he could do.
0: Yeah, whats well, so isn't, I, isn't Nathaniel <laughs> Richards, like, a variant of Kang, too? Like, isn't or is that
2: so many different variants of Reed it's so ridiculous like there's literally like in the comics like a council of Reeds and like so many of them have their own different like infinity gauntlet that they have for their own universe and shit like that it's it's fucking crazy like the council of Reeds is a fucking insane thing in and
1: of itself yeah getting just uh, last little note getting uh, Mr. Fantastic in the multiverse is cool because like you said he is earth's greatest mind. And, yeah. uh, I mean, we've already got like Shuri and Wakanda and we had Tony. Right. But, like I'm ready for Mr. Fantastic.
2: I'm
0: so excited I'm ready
1: for the different types of knowledge that
2: each of these people can have. Like the, because you could be smart in different fields and different aspects of life. You know, like, like it's not like saying sure. He isn't smart, but like Reed is like the sharpest mind on earth. Like yeah. it's, crazy like i'm so excited for this i'm glad we finally and i love how they did not fucking hold back they put him in the fucking fantastic four uniform and yeah. they look great
0: yeah absolutely and i yeah i'm excited for the fantastic four movie in the mcu in a couple of years um they have to find a new director though unfortunately because john watts left but um I, I i think they'll find someone soon and hopefully we'll still get it in a couple of years um
2: they better fix dr doom but anyways go ahead
0: <laughs> i'm sure they will kevin feige's not gonna let fantastic four fail this time <laughs> um all right uh let's move on we've got Haley atwell as captain carter and of course uh coming from what whatever at least it's a version of that what if it's probably not the exact same obviously but it was really cool to see her at least um and her having the i can do this all day reference and and uh, die like a minute later, yeah, yeah, and then right. just got split in half. And I that was a reference also to the What If Zombies episode when Bucky threw the shield at the zombies, Steve Rogers, and and cut him in half. So that was a really cool uh, death. So.
2: I love her introduction where she just whips that fucking shield to get the attention. And I'm just like, bro, I'm all about this. Yeah. I don't care how corny that was. That was so dope. Like, literally, like, she does it, catches it, and I see the fucking, like, England flag on it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, we got Captain Carter. Yeah. And it was just so fucking dope because I was like, I'm like, that's such a power move, and I love it. Like, he's talking, and she's just like, shut up. Just bounces the fucking shield around him and just catch
1: it. I was like, all right, <laughs> I
0: don't yeah. care how That was dope. It was really what? cool. JJ, your yeah, thoughts?
1: I, I, good to see her again. Um, Wasn't surprised on that one. <laughs> I, honestly, though, I'm not 100% sold on her being a member of the Illuminati. Um, <laughs> I, I just feel like the reason the other ones are there are either A, because they're insanely powerful, B, because they're insanely part, or C, are uh, smart, foresee both. Mm-hmm. Um and I I don't like she just doesn't really fit those categories. She's a good like a strong hero contender. But like Captain America in any iteration just doesn't feel like an Illuminati character to me. That um, well yes. I think the reason why she was in that position was one, they were using it just as a callback. Two
2: because they killed off their strange who was a member and also they Don't have Iron Man on the role. Iron Man's a member of the Illuminati, and with kind of like the situation going on with we're not really sure what Robert Downey Jr. is doing with the role of Iron Man at this point, I don't think bringing in an Iron Man would have been the right move because I don't think it would have gone very well if you would have put anybody else in an Iron Man suit. And it not be actually Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you could have maybe put Pepper like a version of Pepper in it. But, again, it wouldn't have fucking gone well, I think, with fans in terms of that. Because it it would have been just, like, a weird tease of just, well, if you're going to give me somebody in the Iron Man suit, you might as well have just given me Tony Stark, and you might as well give me Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. So I think we just did Captain Carter because nice little callback and somebody has to fill that seat. Same with Mordo being there because he's just filling Strangest role in there because like, mm-hmm. they even mention it like with Mordo and the Illuminati. He's like, maybe you just kill, wanted him dead so you could take his spot as Sorcerer Supreme and then also right.
1: fill in the role of the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. In that case, though, Mordo, Mordo is the Sorcerer Supreme and so his role makes sense to me. No, oh, yeah, he
2: makes sense. Like I'm saying, because like, he's yeah. filling the Strange spot, but I'm saying why well, Cap... I'm, I'm just explaining why I think it's Captain Carter in that sense. Because sure, and that makes sense say right. Because even in our like our like the Illuminati situation, Captain America or any like most versions of Captain America would does not agree with the Illuminati. He would not fit in well because he does not believe in that kind of thought process and right.
0: stuff. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I um also like interesting to bring up the Iron Man. So like people were thinking the rumor was like, I'm sure you guys heard of this or maybe you didn't. But, like, because, like, the Ultron sentries and, like, everything, and and people, and because of the Illuminati in the comics, people thought that Tom Cruise was going to be playing superior Iron Man, uh, because Tom Cruise was originally in contention to be Iron Man way back. Uh, And luckily, they went with Robert Downey Jr., because I don't think Tom Cruise could have carried
1: the MCU like Robert Downey Jr. did, obviously, but... See, something like that could have been fun, though. Like, it yeah. still is Tony Stark, but it's Tom Cruise playing Tony Stark because it's a different uh, universe. Right. Um, on that note, getting different actors to play different characters, it'd be really funny if at some point we get Terrence Howard Jr. as War Machine in a different <laughs> oh, my universe, God.
2: and
0: Edward, or, Edward Norton
2: as Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. Hey, you know what? You open that possibility, but but the problem is they already like. I mean, yeah, like that would be fucking great. Honestly, that would be a nice little nod and shit. But no, it, it, honestly, if they did do Tom Cruise as Iron Man, I honestly I'm sticking with what I said. I personally would have been like, okay. Uh, I, I I get why they're doing it the way they're doing it, different variations. But I would still be a little like a little salty because I'd be like, nah, I can't. I can't right. see anybody else in that role because it's like I'd be looking. at them like, you have the original. Well, charles xavier you have the character the actor who played mordo you have captain carter like i mean like again you have her it's like they. the only one that's like different is fucking captain marvel which that one they, again i i don't know captain marvel. captain marvel could just never catch a fucking win in any of these marvel movies
0: we're about to talk about her shortly but yeah, yeah. um yeah, I I agree with that. Again, like I I just think I just think Robert Downey Jr. in general was just yeah way better casting choice than Tom Cruise for Iron Man, and so I agree it would have been weird at that point for.
2: It would have been fine. It's just it would have been it would have felt wrong because like you you I think it would have been a more pleasant surprise if somehow they did surprise with Tom Robert Downey Jr. But I'd rather have no Iron Man at all than like. Mm. In co- no disrespect to Time Cruise, but like a discount Walmart or, or like a discount Iron Man. I mean,
1: yeah. Did you just say it's... discount Walmart? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, mixing up phrases. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just no. It's funny because I'm trying to figure out the brain connection between Iron Man and Walmart. Um it, It's just funny that I, I don't know. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's move
0: on. Um. So yeah, t- Captain Marvel variant Lashana Lynch from Captain Marvel, her best friend Maria Rambo is now Captain Marvel. I guess in yep. the terms of having another variant, it- it's an interesting what if. It actually
2: makes sense. Like I got it. Like I got yeah. it. It just was like I, I, I don't know what it is. I, like I tried defending Captain Marvel. I really did. But like I'm just at this point now. I'm like, dude, did we just like straight up just kind of give up on this at this point? Because I'm like, it just doesn't... Maybe her sequel is going to redeem her. I'm really hoping. I, I think it'll I would be better. I to have a, a very respectable Captain Marvel in the MCU universe because she's a cool character to have because, again, it opens up the door to more possibilities, and she, it would be a cool another powerhouse character to have. But, oh, my God, this one was just, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Even this one was felt super fucking cocky. We can handle your little witch. It's like, first of all, bitch, no, you can't. Understand the circumstances that you're in right now. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I hated how fucking cocky she was. I'm like, why is every version of a cat after Marvel so goddamn cocky for no fucking reason? And then she got done in by falling fucking rocks. Because, well, Wanda stole her powers, you know, or drained her of her energy, so she was unprotected. Right. But, like, like, you died in the most fucking, most boring way possible. Reed died to a shock, like, just introducing how powerful she was. Fucking, like, Black Bolt got absolutely obliterated by his own power. That's hardcore. Fucking Captain Carter put up the most fight out of them all, which is mad respect to that woman. Mm -hmm. But she... Like she got Darth Maul. Like, okay, you know what, Bruce? But she went down fighting. <laughs> Meanwhile, Captain Marvel. Congrats, that little witch that you thought you could handle so well kicked your fucking ass. So goddamn lopsided. Like Jesus Christ. At least Captain Carter fucking hit Wanda. You didn't really fair do enough.
0: That. I. I really think the Marvels, the... Uh, Captain Marvel 2, the Marvels, is... I think it'll redeem Captain Marvel, hopefully. I just... I, I
2: hope so. I, I thought go to someone who rants this fucking podcast. Yeah. It well, would have
1: been interesting to see... What's her daughter's name? Maria? Monica. Monica. It would have been interesting what's... to see Monica. Um, or was this... Wait. No, this was
0: Maria. Maria no, is... Oh, oh, her Maria, best friend, her daughter, is Monica.
1: It would have been interesting to see Monica... As uh, as uh, Captain Marvel, after what happened to her in WandaVision,
0: right? Well, and we're seeing we're seeing that uh, Tiana Paris, the actress who played her in WandaVision, is uh, Monica's coming back in the Marvels. Yeah. So.
1: Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Personally, I and I'm not trying to steal like you know like it political or anything you know and steal the roles of things, but it would have been kind of nice to also see like a callback to the. Captain Marvel originally being a male character, I think that would have been a fun variant of it, because I know that was a thing that people were talking about with the first Captain Marvel, like, well, what about the dude version of it? You know, everyone was talking about that, but, like, I don't know. I think that would have been kind of cool. Personally, I don't even think Captain Marvel should have been in this fucking one. Who I really wanted to sit in her spot was fucking Nova. Give me goddamn Nova for the Nova Corps. That would have been a great way to introduce the Nova Corps.
0: Yeah, well, personally, like, most- I
2: really feel like that would have been a great use for it, especially since all these characters were just pretty much just meant to be like fuel for like Wanda to kill, like to really show off her power. Right. It would have been great to see Nova or at least a variant of Nova. Well, great way to introduce the Nova Corps. But no, we got another variety of Captain Marvel, who once again is kind of like used to really handicap the character again, because now nobody's going to take Captain Marvel serious in any shape or form. <laughs>
0: Well, Nova, I can see them introducing Nova at Rich Rider actually in the Guardians Holiday Special or Guardians 3. So
2: Or Captain Marvel 2.
0: That, that, that too, yeah. I, he, uh, go ahead. No, that that's it.
1: <laughs> uh, I am also tired, uh, and I was telling Jake this when I was talking to him about Eternals before the podcast started, of supposedly indestructible characters being <laughs> killed um it's like okay yes the um comic books have ridiculous power scales and we're dealing with some of the most powerful characters to exist in the mcu but for christ's sake if you're going to have someone be the most powerful character or be unkillable stick with that otherwise the power scale just doesn't matter at all her power was drained,
2: though. Like, like you've seen her glow fading because Wanda's power is to drain energy, and she was doing it before in the movie, so it's like, I kind of get it. I get what you're saying. Like, I agree. I, I really feel like it was a kind of like a cheap way. Like, that was the only time I think they actually undermined a character was how they did Captain Marvel again. Like, oh, Wanda just easily drained your power, and then you got crushed by a rock. Like, I really feel like there would have <laughs> been a better way of going about it, like showing, hey... Wanda's is actually Matt doesn't need to drain her power to beat her like she just can overpower her and that would have been fine because at this point we were well aware of how powerful Scar Witch is right? but like all they did really was just diminish Captain Marvel even more and once again all it's gonna do is just put I don't see her like Captain Marvel sequel going very well because at this point there's so much bitter taste in everyone's mouth with this character
0: yeah well I mean I feel like some of it is a little yes,
2: bit. Yes. No. No. Yes. Yes. Some of it is, but like honestly, also just think about it, if you watch the movie and then even this fucking variant again. Like I said, why are they all so goddamn cocky? Like yeah, yeah the Illuminati I, in general was pretty smug about shit because they they underestimated Wanda, which right. is a common trope to happen, and I saw it coming. But this one was just extra fucking smug. Like Reed knew it was confident in themselves, but he was very compassionate about it. Like addressed her. Like he didn't want violence with it all.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But like Captain Marvel was like, we can handle you a little bit. She's like, dude, like, fuck the fuck. No, you can't. Like, why are you so smug all of a sudden? Like Jesus, yeah. like it's so annoying. Like Yeah.
0: Well I i, I think we've made our point on that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So many rings, <laughs> this movie alone. Jesus.
0: Alright, well let's let's move on to our final well, aside from the host credit scenes, we'll get to those two cameos, but let's get to our final big one in the movie. Patrick Stewart back as Charles it's, Xavier. Right, and give him his
2: proper name. It's Sir Patrick Stewart to you. Sir
0: Patrick Stewart, thank you. Uh, as, as Professor Charles Xavier, and I loved... We knew from the trailers, that we heard his voice and we're like, Sir Patrick Stewart's back. And, uh, just to see him in the yellow chair from the X-Men 97 animated series, which Marvel Studios is rebooting, we know that, Ooh. and sir patrick stewart also has like the green suit from that and um if when the scene when he's going into wanda's mind you can see like the visible like waves of telepathy like that are in the x-men 97 animated series
1: for the most part um the trailers for this movie did not give much away Mm -hmm. um i would have been happier to have not known that he was going to be in this movie Mm -hmm. and then find out through the movie itself. Um, But, uh, yes, it's great to have Professor X back. Jake and I were talking earlier about how he's been killed so many times now. Three times. It's just like, meh, whatever. Um, His was also just kind of a boring death. Oh, his neck cracked. And, oh, his head slumped to the side. Okay. But the X-Men are finally in the mcu mutants
0: finally. yeah for sure i i agree i mean i don't know it was it was kind of boring but it was also kind of horrifying to just i mean we knew as soon as the red smoke was approaching him that wanda was coming to murder him i get that well, but of course like, but like i don't know it was kind of horrifying just like it was the way how brutal it was when it was done i guess but i i agree it was like you know a little bit boring but Will, your thoughts on Charles Xavier?
2: Oh, I, I was ha- I was so glad to see him. I'm glad they, they didn't hold back. Like, they got Sir Patrick Stewart. Like, it was just nice, like, really good to see him back in that role again, even if it was just for this short little cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, I dug it. I, I really dug how they did kind of, like, hint at, like, he is powerful enough to, like, kind of break into the mind. But, again, then they showed Wanda and the Scarlet Witch side of things as me even more powerful mm-hmm. um yes i think though his death was i would call it i personally wouldn't call it boring i call it i would call it nice and simple and i liked it because i saw the clouds i was like oh he's gonna get like consumed by it no i was not ready for her to pop out of the smoke and just fucking snap his neck i actually jumped it was horrifying and, like, <laughs> when it, like when it happened i was like jesus like he just snapped and like I know we just saw, like we kind of saw Captain Carter get cut in half. Well, like it was heavily implied she did and all that. Right. And Black kind of blew his head up. For some reason, the next snap, like seeing her snap his neck, I was just like, "This is as brutal as it's gonna get in a Marvel movie." Like, yeah, because like yeah, with Black Bolt blowing his head up, like I was like, "All right, that you see the CGI effects of it all, you're like, okay, kind of nasty, but whatever." But a next snap, there's something about a next snap. It's just so goddamn like aggressive. Mm-hmm. And so like seeing that next snap, I was like, "Oh, yep, that got to the point." I I'm a little terrified right now. It's fine, cool. Um, again, none of the deaths of the Illuminati like like I wasn't heartbroken about any of them. Like that that one probably like hurt me a little bit just because I was like, I really like Sir Patrick Stewart. So I was, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> Xavier hit, bit it again." Yeah, again. But like. I wasn't like heartbroken i was like oh no but again they they were there for that reason to die right because they were showing off how powerful she was
0: right right
2: but it was kind of it was kind of cool to see charles do charles things like if you really think about it, the most disappointing of them all though of it all it's probably reed richard because you didn't see him do mr fantastic things you just some turned to spaghetti and they were like yeah he kind of stretches that's about it. That's like that's all they really implied out of that deal. Everybody else kind of showed a little bit of their powers in, in some shape or form, but not good old Reed. He just turned to the spaghetti.
0: Yeah, don't drop the spaghetti. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. I um. So apparently, uh, as we get now, get into the post credits. So apparently, uh, the other cameo that was like theorized about and people thought it'd be the second post-credit scene we'll get to that after the first one but like the theory was that ryan Reynolds' deadpool was going to show up and joke about how patrick stewart had died three times like that was a rumor that was going around i'm Um, kind of glad
1: that that wasn't it like mm -hmm. i i want to see deadpool make a cameo like that because that's mm -hmm. very deadpool right but dr strange doesn't feel like the movie for a deadpool cameo (laughs) no maybe guardians I feel like that's the, the just the amount of comedy that they put in those movies. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: No, well. I, as much as I would love the Deadpool cameo in a Multiverse of Madness,
2: because you don't get more mad than a Deadpool thing,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, I'm kind of glad they left it out. It's the tone that it was going right there? If seeing a Deadpool cameo would have really thrown me off of the tone,
0: right, right?
2: Because like there was humor in there, humor wasn't the best thing in the world. It, like in this movie but there was so much more serious and like intense tone seeing deadpool really would have thrown me off the rhythm even if it was just cameo i'm glad they didn't do that i'm right. really glad
0: right yeah we'll get it eventually we know ryan reynolds is like working closely to help develop deadpool 3 in the mcu so um we'll see eventually how it comes how how he comes in Alright, well, let's get to the actual post-credits. So, the first one, so after Doctor Strange uh, starts screaming about the third eye coming on in on his forehead, he's then uh, fine after in the post credit scene, and then Charlize Theron uh, pops up. She is playing the character Clea, Klee, uh, who is apparently the niece of Dormammu, and yep. they uh, they uh, she takes Strange into the dark dimension, so I recognize that. I had to look up Charlie's Throne and she was playing Clee
1: she's the source supreme of the dark dimension
0: okay that's yeah, cool yeah
1: and she's she takes up the mantle after Dr. Strange does doesn't she she's also uh Strange's wife oh that's cool so yep that's why I said move over Rachel the real wife <laughs> important character clearly
0: yeah I it's cool and I saw Charlie's Throne was like an academy award winning actress so
2: Ooh, just do a mom move make a return man Ooh. it's
0: possible I think it, I think we can see Dormammu in uh, the next Doctor Strange for sure.
1: It is interesting I, that we're um, getting these like current and or formerly A list actors now in the MCU. Mm. Like uh, we we got Angelina Jolie in the Eternals recently, right? Right. Um, and just some of these, uh, they've definitely made a shift in having already popular actors joining the mcu when at the start most of the people who were here um were either uh no longer popular or just hadn't made their big break yet and the Mm -hmm. mcu was it for them
0: right right exactly yeah because like that's like robert downey jr like this was his like saving grace after years of like falling falling out and other actors like you mentioned like their big break like like chris pratt was like this was becoming star lord was his big break because like his only other major role was andy dwyer in parks and rec so so but yeah
2: i, I took the post credits i think i think the post credits were cool i like how they were in a sense of um one the second one definitely felt more oh let's farther down the line than the first one
0: yeah well did you have any specific thoughts on charlie's throne as as clea clee
2: Oh, I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so excited, dude! Like I, I literally I went on the spiel earlier this podcast where I said, "Move over, Rachel. This is the wife." Yeah, I'm so excited that this character's here. Like, yeah, dude, you don't got to tell me twice.
0: Yeah, it was <laughs> cool. All right.
2: No, but the yeah. post credits, though, like the second one in particular, like it's definitely. I, I got a feeling. It's going to be edited a lot differently, but I feel like it's going to, a scene similar is going to happen in an actual movie. Kind of like how, uh, I forgot what movie. What was the movie uh, when uh, Thor Ragnarok, you know how that was the post credit scene where he was talking with Strange? And it pretty much just was the scene from the movie. Oh yeah, so, the,
0: in Doctor Strange it was the first credit scene was the scene from Ragnarok.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I, that's what I feel like it is because he's doing pretty, like, like Strange seems pretty well adjusted with the eye right now. Yeah. Like in this scene, at least in this post credit scene, whereas in the first one, like it just came out, which so, like, I really feel like there's definitely a gap between these two post credit scenes, which I'm fine with, but you can kind of tell, and it just makes me excited because if it is true, that just shows, and I might get what I want. Strange is just gonna be like, whatever, this is my power, (laughs) I'm gonna learn how to use it.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, let's get to our final post credit scene and our final cameo. He appeared earlier in the movie in the new universe. It wouldn't be a Sam Raimi movie without Bruce Campbell making a cameo, as uh, this time as Pizza Poppy or Pizza Papa. And uh, Doctor Strange curses him to hit himself for three weeks, spray mustard in his face. And then at the very end, Bruce Campbell stops hitting himself and says, it's over. And it was really, really funny. My dad and I cracked up. I thought, for a Sam Raimi movie, this was the perfect, like, final scene to have.
2: It was cool. It was alright. It was alright. I'm not even gonna lie. I, was, I didn't really care that much about it. <laughs> like, it, was, it was like, ah, they, they're closing out the show. Cool. I, can we go back to the other post-credit scene? That's more important. <laughs> okay, I, but, all right, like, all right, I've been on enough rants, so we're gonna do this one, too. Okay, I personally... I'm getting so tired of when they're like, I look up, it's like, Oh, there's multiple post-credits. I'm like, sweet. And I hate it when one of them is just literally just meant for a running joke because it kind of pisses me off because I'm like, dude, like, can we, this would be a nice opportunity to just, or at least make the first one the joke. And then the second one, like, like the one, like that gets us thinking about the next projects coming up and shit like that. But I I don't no, 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 know. To me, it bugs the shit out of me. It's like, oh wow, it was just, I waited all this time just to see the hot dog vendor or whatever the fuck vendor he was? To stop Pizza Papa,
0: some, Pizza Poppy,
2: like, whatever. Not what fuck that guy. Fuck that little dude. He's a fucking tool. Fuck that tool.
1: Anyways, I um, will say I preferred this though to having a just a straight up movie trailer as the post credit. Yeah. Like um, that's not a post credit. I
0: yeah the no way home
1: (laughs) that's
0: fair yeah i that's that's my agreement too i like this better than a trailer for the next movie too so i mean the only two times they've done it i think were no way home into multiverse of madness and then captain america the first avenger did it for the avengers so um hopefully we never see another trailer thing like that again because i i don't want to have that take up space as a post credit scene but i i just enjoyed this i don't know i don't i must have been in the mood for it so um and i mean the bruce campbell was saying like his scene might have gotten cut or something so i was happy to not see it get cut so
1: oh,
2: good for
0: him <laughs> jj any more thoughts on bruce campbell
1: uh not really no okay maybe he actually is Mysterio.
0: yeah yeah cuz the the rumor that yeah, or He's it was Mephisto.
1: Good. He's Mephisto. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes, make Bruce Campbell uh, Mephisto. Yes, do it. Okay, but
1: for real, like just dropping Mephisto into uh, a Doctor Strange movie without actually telling us, and then just bringing him out as that later would be so okay with me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I would be so fine because then I would, then we could like play this
2: fucking podcast back. At, like, hey, remember when you talked so much shit about this fucking poor Bender? <laughs> guess what, Will? You were wrong. It was Mephisto this entire time. Then I'd be like, okay, you got me there. But until then, guess what? Fuck this scene. <laughs> See,
1: <Stupid>. wasted <laughs> my time. Also, bringing him up in the next thing with Wanda after WandaVision when everybody was so. Sure that this was Mephisto. This was Mephisto. You have no I idea,
0: think, JJ. You, you mean, only heard the about
2: time it. Came up with fucking Mephisto and it <laughs> were me up a goddamn wall. They even said, "This, <laughs> this strange and no way home is actually Mephisto." With disguise, oh my god! There's no way a strange would actually be this way. It's like clearly you haven't been paying attention to the first act. Strange, I, he would definitely obliterate the. He would see these rules and throw it out the goddamn window.
0: People, people piss me off with some of those dumb. Did you guys hear about the dumb theory from um, Infinity War and Endgame where people were convinced that um, that Loki used the wrong hand to try to kill Thanos deliberately, and he wasn't really dead. And the Hulk, the reason the Hulk, Bruce Banner couldn't turn into the Hulk in Infinity War was because it was actually Loki. That was a really dumb theory that was around at that time.
1: That's, that would be kind of interesting. I, I'm glad that that isn't what happened, <laughs> but that would be interesting.
2: Oh my god, give me more of a reason to fucking just rage about that shit. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no. sorry.
0: I just wanted to bring up really you know what, dumb honestly,
2: theories. No, you know what? I would actually accept that because I'd be like, okay, at least they didn't slaughter my boy Hulk's character that bad. It was just Loki ruining it for me
1: again. Listen, yeah, it's, it's... okay, he, okay. Let's not reopen old
0: wounds. Yeah, here. let's let's not. <laughs> also, we've got She Hulk coming up this year. That's going to hopefully fix your boy. Yay. So. All right. Easter eggs, and then we can get into rankings. Easter eggs I have. The uh, WandaVision music played a couple times, and then on the TV when Patrick when Patrick Stewart or Charles Xavier went into the Wanda's mind, and on the TV you could see WandaVision playing the first episode. Um, the X-Men yes. 97 theme was also playing when, when Charles Xavier uh, first showed That's up. Um, uh, And then when Wanda crawled out of the gone, it was a reference to the ring. Like, that was horrifying too, by the way. like um so that was cool uh mount Gore and chathan were mentioned mount wandegore where they went uh where wand and wand went and chathan was mentioned when they were talking about like the dark hold and everything and that's basically like the isn't it basically like cthulhu in the marvel universe uh
1: no clue i don't know <laughs>
2: cthulhu could be everywhere for all we know maybe Cthulhu's mephisto in disguise
0: yeah
1: speaking of the um her coming out of the gong though that was my absolute favorite i'm gonna just call it a Ramiism. yeah in this movie um her c- just claws coming out of the wall it was
0: horrifying
1: she had a uh, neck awesome it, it, was... it was so just so well done
0: yeah yes it was it was a really good moment um And, like, the other couple moments of, like, when you had that hallway scene and they got through the door, and then you're, like, waiting, like, half a minute for Wanda to come around the corner or whatever.
2: Bro, she came around the corner, I was like, Jesus, like, this, like, first of all, I want to know, like, what fucked up this, like, host's body so goddamn much, because, like, she was bleeding, her ankle, I was really convinced, was broken. Yeah, when she
0: was, like, hobbling along, like, that was...
2: That just made me wonder. I was like I was like, did somebody what fucked her up? She was fighting grunts, like or like robots. I'm like, one of them got her good by accident yeah. or by sheer luck. Like, what fucked up this bot? Or maybe what we would find out is she just had so much power that the host bot just could not handle it all and just wrecking her.
0: That's possible. Because um, I mean, you
2: didn't see Strange when he was possessing the corpse. It was fucking like twitching in weird ways. So maybe that's like. A, unknown detail side effect kind of deal of the Dream Walk. Yeah. I mean, it was a corpse, so it's not like it was gonna do much more damage to it. It's already dead.
0: Right. Um the other thing I noticed were like a payoff to a past joke from the first Doctor Strange is when uh Rachel McAdam's character Christine picks up that little jar thing. Uh remember in the first Doctor Strange where the villain of that kycelius played by Mads Mickelson was like when Doctor Strange picks up that in the first Doctor Strange and he was like, "You don't know how to use that, do you?" And Doctor Strange was like, "No." And then they paid it off here when Christine was using it to blast those undead spirits, and that we found out what that actually did.
1: Did not realize.
0: Yeah, that I um, I, I noticed that because I had just recently rewatched the first Doctor Strange prior to going, but
2: um. I'm like, wait! I forgot she actually used the fucking thing with the spirits. Never mind. She actually fucking did help a little bit. A little. My bad on that one. I'm retracting that little rant in that moment. Consider you had so many
0: rants this podcast that <laughs> I didn't I even just remember. On a
2: roll on that
0: one. All right. Well, let's hit our rankings. So I'll go through all the rankings. So we'll start with the villains, and then we'll rank Scarlet Witch here. Uh, so our villain rankings as they stand currently, and at a later time we can kind of go through and see if we need to rearrange stuff i don't know that the villains are uh going to be that controversial here but we'll see all right number one thanos and infinity war at a perfect six uh second hella from ragnarok 5.97 then we've got uh green goblin from no way home at 5.96 then we've got killmonger from black panther at 5.75 then thanos and endgame at 5.74 that's the top five then we got wenwu from shan chi at 5.65 vulture at number seven from homecoming 5.63 mysterio from far from home 5.58 ultron 5.3 uh us agent john walker rounds at the top 10 at 5.29 then we've got doc ock uh 5.26 kingpin from hawkeye 5.25 ego 5.18 alexander pierce robert redford from winter soldier 5.15 Jamie Fox is Electro at 4.78. 16 is Red Skull 4.75. Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp at 4.74. Loki from Thor and Avengers 4.72. Agatha Harkness from Wandavision 4.67. Top 20, uh, Infinity Ultron from What If at 4.66. Then we've got Ironmonger Obadiah Stane from Iron Man and his box of scraps at a 4.5. Then we've got Kaecilius and Dormammu from Dr. Strange at 4.43. Ronan the Accuser, 4.35. Zemo, uh, 4.23. Uh, Judge Renslayer from Loki, 4.17. Arthur Harrow from Moon Knight at a 4. Uh, Carly Morgenthau uh, from Falcon Winter Soldier, 3.9. Yellow Jacket 3.8. Eldritch Killian from Iron Man 3, 3.58. Abomination, 3.5. Drake Cop from Black Widow, 3.43. Whiplash and his bird, 3.23. yon Rog from Captain Marvel, 2.95. Tyler Hayward from WandaVision at 2.83. Sonny Birch from Ant-Man and the Wasp, 2.65. Malekith and the Dark Elves at 1.87. And then last place, Justin Hammer at 1.83. What a wow.
2: long take, a list. Yeah. take a break. Take a break.
0: Yeah, so Scarlet Witch. Um, so I had a tough thing with this. To me, it comes down to Wanda and Thanos from Infinity War. For me, three was better. I mean, we know Scarlet Witch, Wanda almost murdered Thanos in Endgame. So, like, and she would have had he not freaked out and told and said to rain fire. So, like, um, like, I I just it's hard for me because, like, all the build up, all the payoff to Thanos. But, like. Wanda had a lot of payoff too, and just like her brutally murdering every everyone. I'm gonna give Wanda a, a scar or a Scarlet Witch a six. I think she was just terrifying in this movie, and I don't really have anything negative to say against Scarlet Witch. It, she just worked for me in this movie.
1: Wow. Uh, okay, that's a um, that's a high ranking. Uh, I don't think I can give her quite a full six. Um. <clears throat> Wow, what an intimidating villain. Yeah. Uh the horror elements done with her were amazing. Um oh gosh, I had another thought. I can't remember what it was. Uh some of the points that I was kind of met on um the, just the whole like I know it's a Raimi thing, but like the books just felt like almost lazy writing. Um and Will made a good point like I know you want to see your kids, but holy fucking damn, was she willing to do absolutely anything for it. That was her trying I,
0: to be reasonable.
1: Yeah, right, her trying to be reasonable. Um, Scarlet Witch, by far one of my favorite villains I've seen on screen. Uh, I can't remember what I rated Hella, um, but I like her better than Hella. even if I'm rating her lower than Hella, I'm going to give her a five, six.
0: Five point six, yeah. Okay, I, I believe you and Will both rated Hella at a perfect six, and then I gave her a five point nine, and I think that's what we gave Hella, and um, uh, and that's why she's second on the list. So I, I was just, I just,
1: actually sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: No, 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 no. You, I, I assume you, you're gonna spot, respond to me giving that information. So
1: yes, five seven is what I want to do.
0: Okay. I'm all right. Will. Because height oh. matters.
2: <laughs> right shit? That <laughs> shit, that was a deal breaker. Fuck. I <laughs> dropped so many f bonds this fucking podcast. I'm so sorry. That was another one too. Shit. <laughs> right. Okay. Anywho. Uh, all right. So, as much as I loved her in this one, I'm not gonna put her over Infinity War. Thanos. Okay, that's the I... Thanos was combination of pure fucking menace and he also won. Wanda right. didn't win. That's she true. was a menace, don't get me wrong. She was embodying Black Force energy. Like it Black Force Air energy. It was it it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I but she didn't win. But like she was close, like don't get me wrong. Cause like she ended it herself. Mm-hmm. So, and at the same time, I am not putting her over Hella. I think she is the third best. I have her over Green Goblin. I don't remember what I rated Green Goblin.
0: I can't remember either, but I, it was, Green Goblin was I from, I, like, gave,
2: I know I gave Thanos a six, and I know I gave Hella a six. Yeah, well, I'm and. Gonna, I'm going to give Wanda, a, like, a 5.5. Okay. Um, I liked a lot of things about her, great villain, like. I just the rating is the mere fact of, in terms of how I compare her to the other villain, like the ones that are above her, even despite her like slaughtering everyone, I knew in the back of my mind, even though I know they were full committed of keeping her the main antagonist of the villain, I knew at some point I'm like. Mm-hmm. She's too powerful and too beloved of a character to keep her fully on the villain side. She's going to have some kind of redemption. Mm-hmm. Especially with the way her motives were, were just to see her get her kids back. That's like a redeeming like thing that could be redone. Whereas mm-hmm. you had someone like Hela and Thanos, who their motives were very villainous.
0: So I was bring like, goblins, I would say.
2: Uh, yeah, but I th- I felt in terms of the roles that they played in their movies,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the Scarlet Witch was a lot more threatening than Green. Goblin's.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So that's like it, like these are different factors I weigh in my mind. Whereas like I, without a doubt, yeah, Green Goblin's like was damn a fucking villain. Like he in terms of motive and shit. But in terms of pure presence, like, if you – I saw – it's like, yeah, this is a weird comparison. But if I saw Green Goblin and Scarlet Witch, I'd be like, you know what? Goblin. Go. <laughs> he's a chance, at least. There's a better chance there. Like, yeah, he's, like, just an evil super soldier in a sense, you know, who's <laughs> very wicked. Scarlet Witch, yeah, no, I'm not even testing that shit. No, I'm not <laughs> even going to try that. Yeah. Because, like – like, so that's – like, I have her, like, third in my mind – the Endless Infinity War definitely reigns supreme. hella is a the queen, the goddess of it all. Like, love her, and I'll I'll give five point five for Scarlet Witch in my personal list. Definitely third place, comfortably sitting third, and that's no fucking slouch by any means.
0: Yeah. So, so I'll. You guys have kind of convinced me. I. Like the thing with these is like after I see them, I'm like really high on them, and then maybe over time I'll actually think about it and then be like, no, I'll move something down a little bit. Um, so I'll, I'll I'm gonna move it down to a five point nine. But I I agree with you. <laughs>
2: That's a JJ move. <laughs> yeah, you convinced me. Yeah, right. Maybe I did put it too high.
0: Five point. I know really? you got I know I know JJ like specifically, but both you guys, I feel like in the past have definitely done that where we've convinced each other. So.
1: <laughs> no, 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 he's talking about the the one point
2: decrease. So oh yeah, just like, just like you send it up. It's like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I do need a lower. Maybe I did rate it too high. Five point nine, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> that, that, that that's the conclusion we come to here, huh? Okay, whatever. Yes. Well, the payoff yep. to Thanos
0: was just so brilliant, and I do agree with that. And
2: I don't think we're ever gonna get. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think we're ever gonna get that beautiful storytelling done again
0: oh yeah i it's going to take a long time to even get close to what we got yeah, with thanos. Like it,
2: that was as perfect as it could get and i loved it yeah. scarlet Witch was a menace but there's something about when the villain truly wins in the movie right like and, yeah zemo a lot of people say oh he kind of won he, he i yes and no it, it wasn't that clear you know what i mean but thanos there was no question He won. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There was no question about that. Because literally the whole second part of that movie, Endgame, was just to erase that victory. No other villain could say that, that they had that. Yeah. I would
0: think. Agreed. So, yeah, that's why I moved it down. I I can agree with that. Well, with our rankings, Scarlet Witch gets a... With my 5.9, JJ's 5.7, and Will's 5.5, Scarlet Witch is at a 5.7... She is currently in 6th place behind, wow. behind Thanos in Endgame, Killmonger, Green Goblin, Hella, and Thanos in Infinity War.
2: Oh, man. Mm. man I just,
0: hmm.
2: Damn decimals. This is why decimals are so confusing.
0: Yeah, like, well, hey. At-
2: high. Like I said, like... Fucking stretch the numbers up or some shit like that. I don't know. Like, do what you gotta. Whatever well, mathematician I'm, ways of I'm, she, I'm just she, doing what I what we gave our, our ratings. There's no way she's behind Killmonger. Killmonger was nice, but. She, no,
0: I. No way. I'm just doing what I get the ratings from. I what mean, I, I can. Gotta,
2: what do I have to change my decimal to to get her higher? Up? I don't
0: do I know. Make, and like, I well, this is the thing. Also, if we want to like change certain decimals, I mean, we and we want to wait for JJ to finish the rest of phase four. Like, we can do a whole separate.
2: Oh my god! I like out so pretty much in this next like next time we gather, it's gonna be when we fix this thing. Is like put math aside. We're
1: just doing this list again. Yeah. Without the math, can we yeah. vote on this?
0: Well, yeah, no, I, I think... that's
1: not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we, we could definitely... I think without the math, I think the next time we gather, once we've all full... The
3: once...
2: math is cool. Don't get me wrong, because it does break the ties, and it's nice. Because we definitely need that. But it's interesting sometimes how they fall in lay because we, I, this isn't the first time we've had that reaction, where we'll hear the Tigran's and where they fall on the list, and we're like, whoa. <laughs> <I didn't>... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that one decimal point does have a grand change of things.
0: Well, there's there's things that I, I mean, obviously things that I fight for that I lost the battle on. But there's things that like looking, we'll get to the movies and stuff and shows and stuff. Yeah. But like there's stuff there's things that I just look like at and I'm like I don't know how this is higher than this either. So yeah, right. Um, but that that's why once we are able to just like fully look at it and kind of move things around, then I think we should do that. But that's where Scarlet Witch will be right now, number six, till we change it. <laughs>
2: Until I
1: figure out math. I'm gonna I, yeah, I'm going to have to do homework for that episode.
2: Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to read out, learn the, like, just how math works again.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out at a later point.
2: I throw out decimals just because I'm like, yeah, that seems right. And then it just changes the whole thing. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Should've
0: done a 5.6 then. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, alright. MCU projects. I definitely think this is gonna take a little more work next just, time. Let's
2: just do top ten! <laughs> no, let's I'm gonna go 10. through all of them. This is. I did
0: the villains. I feel like we need to go through all of them.
2: No! No! <laughs> Yes. Top ten. Everything outside the top ten, nobody gives a shit about. We all know Thor: The Dark World's last place. Hey,
0: I I need to read it out though. God damn. Hey, it's my podcast. I get to choose. <laughs> all right. Oh
2: god. Jake is playing that. It's my podcast, card. <laughs> and the last one we do together.
0: For a while. All right. Uh, MCU projects. Number one right now is Shang-Chi at five
2: point nine five. Whoa. Uh. Okay. I, that's gonna
0: take some work and i'm all i'm gonna say is i want to change my rating for that a little bit <laughs> oh
2: great let's we'll just get through the list before i fight someone let's go <laughs> well
0: you don't have to change yours for sean chi but i am changing let's mine go through the list, okay number two avengers end game at 5.94 number three spider-man no way home at 5.93 so it's like 0.1 right now Number four, number four, Black Panther at 5.92. Number five, Hawkeye at 5.89. Number six, Avengers: Infinity War at 5.86. Number seven, Loki at 5.83. Number eight, Captain America: Winter Soldier at 5.66. Number nine, Spider-Man: Far From Home at 5.55. Number ten, rounding up the top ten is Avengers at 5.53. 11 is WandaVision at 5.5. 12 is Thor Ragnarok at 5.4. 13 Captain America Civil War at 5.38. 14 Falcon and Winter Soldier at 5.37. 15 Captain America the First Avenger at 5.23. Avengers Age of Ultron at 5.07. Iron Man at 4.87. Doctor Strange at 4.85. Spider-Man Homecoming at 4.7. Number 20, Guardians of the Galaxy, 4.69. Ant-Man and the Wasp, 4.68. Black Widow, 4.51. Number 23, Guardians 2 at 4.5. I think it should be higher than Black Widow, but that's a different time. Um, uh, uh, Number 24, Eternals at 4.25. Number 25, Iron Man 3 at 4.08. Number 26, Moon Knight at 4. Uh,
1: wow, I got that was <laughs>
0: something. Number twenty seven, Ant Man at three point nine seven. Number twenty eight, Thor, three point eight three. Twenty nine, Captain Marvel at three point seven. Thirty, Incredible Hulk at three point six. What Way if at number thirty-one, three point five seven. Iron Man two at three point one seven, and of course, last place, Thor: The Dark World at two point nine seven.
2: Oh wow! It's like someone called that. Wow! It's like I've been
0: here. Before. Oh, that's a shock, right? That that Thor: The Dark World is in last place, right? Right.
2: It's like I was on that podcast where we rated that bitch.
0: Well, anybody listening is going to assume Thor the Dark World in not last. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, bam, last place. No,
0: no, that's.
2: All right, yeah, there we go. Get lippy with me again. Nope. Sorry, Get this is your podcast, you. and I do appreciate you uh, letting me be on here. for? Thank
0: you so much. <laughs> I No, I know. Um, all right, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So I kind of move it down a little bit. Um, I really, I still enjoyed it. I as my number three overall in the MCU, but that's also, like, you can call it recency wow. bias. Um, but, like, I, it's just a really creative movie. It's not something we've seen. We haven't really seen a horror movie in the MCU. This had some of the most graphic stuff. Sure, they, I mean, they pushed the limit of what they had. They could have gone more, probably, but, uh... And yeah, just Sam Raimi did a really good job. This felt like a Sam Raimi movie. It was cool, to what they did with Wanda and stuff they did with Strange. I am giving Multiverse of Madness a 5.8. And of course, seeing the cameos wow. that we did from the Illuminati were awesome.
1: So, um, Wow. Given the fact that we may be adjusting our rankings later, mm-hmm. I'm going to preface this with as I see how this multiverse concept and phase four develops further, my ranking might go up. Okay. But at, at the moment I'm kind of hesitant about just like blasting open everything. And this isn't the first movie to do it. It isn't the movie to bring up the multiverse. It isn't right. But like, there's just, there's a lot in the MCU. Um, that's not influencing my ranking a whole lot. Um, it didn't feel like a doctor strange movie. That's a big part of it also uh it was great that it was a raimi movie and great that like it was a raimi movie but disney didn't let it be enough of one um i told jake this before the podcast but like i it's always been a problem with me for me that disney just doesn't let there be blood or profanity or the things that like make movies not always family friendly um I, I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this uh, I'll give it a four nine uh, I don't think it quite needs a five I I really think it's a mid range movie like good solid film um, it's just not not the best it's not bad that doesn't mean it's bad no it's I'm, just it simply is not the best movie
0: I get I mean yeah four point nine means solid so I think that that's a fitting ranking that you gave it so uh.
1: actually sorry 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 four eight is what I want to give it.
0: Okay. There there there's the JJ ranking. <laughs> um, all right, well what are what are you giving it?
2: Alright, I'm gonna go with a four point two. No wait, four point three. Um Okay JJ. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Four point three was the original one I wanted to do. <laughs> had to do it for the bit. Anyways, I'm going four point three, like JJ was saying, mid tier. You know, solid. I was entertained. I like that they brought new elements of it, but like also what Jay was saying, I and it's I agree a hundred percent with him. It's frustrating that Disney just doesn't just let let movies be movies. Like at this point, if they don't understand that the most of the audience is mature at this point, and yes, do kids go see these movies? Of course. But At this point, they got to understand it's like they know damn well who's seen these movies. Yes. Do kids see these movies? Yeah. Well, they already opened up to very mature like ideas and themes anyways. Mm -hmm. Like superheroes, even in the comics and stuff, are not necessarily just for children because adults enjoy it too, even now, because of the content and the stories. Like we understand like the mature content behind it all. Like if they would just start... I'm not saying every movie's got to be rated R. But, like, you can... Like, the limit that Disney has... Like, the, I've seen gory PG-13 movies that are gorier than what Disney doing. The limit that they pushed, they could go farther. Disney, for some reason, is just holding back on it because of the Disney image. Now, that being said, that's not a rant. Uh, this movie, like I said early on in the podcast, didn't really feel that much of a Doctor Strange movie. Like... Like, honestly, you could have called it, a, I don't know what you would have called it, but like, it didn't feel like much of a sequel to Doctor Strange 2. Like, it wasn't like, it didn't say Doctor Strange 2, it just said Doctor Strange and then the, our multiverse of madness and shit mm-hmm. like that. So, like, that's fine. But like, with the way Doctor Strange 1 ended with Ordo kind of like on this rampage of sorcerers, I thought mm-hmm. that's the direction we would have gotten next, but, or at least he would be more relevant than a cameo. There were certain aspects of it that I enjoyed so much. Cameos were nice, Um, opening the doors to certain things. The horror elements was a nice touch. It it showed that they are getting very creative, exploring new elements to do in these movies. I just wish, like JJ is saying, just go out with it, do it more. You know it works now, let's go farther now. 4.3, mid-tier movie, but it was hella entertaining really had a good time watching it but there's just better marvel movies to watch out there and it's more like better storytelling in the sense and you could get just as much action with it too
0: that's fair um and maybe in some time i'll move my ranking actual ranking from number three to
2: brookie i really feel bad sometimes because you hear me and jj say shit and then like this is like more times than not, jj be like or right brookie would be like you know, after you guys talk about, it, you convince me. I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to convince. You. I'm just I, trying to. I, I get mind. that
0: though, but I but I respect the points you guys are making though, and it's kind of like, you know, am I looking at this with like a you know rose colored glasses a little bit? But
2: yeah, I wish you did that with the Guardians of the Galaxy project. Whoa, <laughs> whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa! We're not talking about Guardians. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, will. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I, I stand by my Guardians rankings, but um, <laughs> no, but uh, I. So that gives it uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is at a 4.97. It is at number 17 below Avengers Age of Ultron and above Iron Man.
2: Hmm. So. I, you know
0: what, I'm, 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 I don't hate it. That's, I hate that placement, actually. That's actually mid range where
1: you guys wanted it, so that's literally the middle. Bam. Mid. I mean, I don't know that that's really mid. That's like lower upper tier at this point. Number seven out of thirty-ish, but that's not too bad. I- I'm pretty content with that. Se- seventeen. Seventeen. That's oh, mid. That's, that's good. mid. Which yeah. yeah. JJ, get your math book out again. <laughs> My like, I heard seven. No, seventeen. Okay. This is not the seventh best movie we were, in the MCU. Seventeen. So we were like, yeah, mid, and he's like, he's like, well,
2: seven is more upper tier. I'm like, what do you mean, seven?
1: <laughs> okay. okay, but I'm right. Seven is more upper tier, and you yeah. can't fight me on that. Oh yeah, oh, no on one's, on one's
2: fighting you on that. You on that. <laughs> okay, how you feeling being at seventeen then? Pretty good. Okay. <laughs>
0: i i yeah i don't know i i have it at number three apparently so i'm way higher but i uh i like it
2: but apparently you have issue with shanghi and being the number one no no
0: can i can i defend that i have Chi at number six overall so i don't have it
2: We're right, but you know what? But also, this is the same ranking list that has Loki so damn high, and you know what? JJ, you're going to finish Moon Knight, but Moon Knight's way too low. But you know what? Guess what? We're going to have another podcast. We're going to return a lot sooner than you lied to your audience, and we're going to fix this stupid list, because guess what? I'm really upset. You know what? For shits and giggles, I'm going to make a list. I'm putting the Incredible Hulk
1: movie in the top ten. Why? <laughs> what?
0: It's um, not top Sean, ten material. What
1: the? Shang-Chi at best at absolute best
0: this 10 i'm i wouldn't be opposed to it being number 10 i think it's a top 10 movie so i don't i <laughs> but to have chi <laughs> higher than endgame will or infinity war or or no way home like i just don't i don't agree with that at this point i i i and that that's my only thing but number six for me overall shang chi i still really enjoy but at nothing for me is going and but i just think like if we're talking about also like standalone well you know i know no way home is technically spider-man but like it is spider-man but like standalone without like not being a big event movie i think black panther's a better representation of being that for like a solo character than shan chi is but i like shan chi as well so
2: I just muted myself so I could just say fuck, like, three more times. We will... I I mean, I just said it right now, but, like, it's, like, the purpose, but, yeah.
0: Okay, well, I mean, at some point, we'll add to it. Um, At some point, too, if we ever come back... Well, I just want to say thank you guys for, like, all you guys and Gabe and Josh. I mean, you guys starting this with me for, like, the past almost two years. Uh, It hasn't been quite two years, but... It's been great to talk about, I mean the MCU being our primary focus. The ranking 34 of these things and like 40 different villains has been pretty freaking crazy. So, thanks.
2: Yeah, thanks for
1: Yeah, thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, I don't mean to sound ungrateful at times, but you know what?
1: Be like that. I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but I'm ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you talk about certain projects,
2: and we ain't going to open that wound again, but you know what? We're going to
1: leave it there. Everyone's entitled to their opinions, yes, everyone Guardians of the Galaxy sucked. Yeah. I wasn't even talking about that one. I was talking about another one. Wait, what are you no. talking about? Because I was it's fucking thinking... low-key. Oh, Fuck I can't that rate thing. it yet. But uh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy was okay. It's just not as good as yeah, the first sense. one was. Pretty solid.
0: Number two. Was... Number two did some great things for like Yondu, but I won't reopen Yondu and Nebula. But I won't reopen.
2: God, I must feel like an asshole because I really just did not give a shit about <laughs> I, that.
0: And but people that. don't give a shit about certain things. That's that's fine.
2: I'd... I know. I'm just saying, but like, it's just like I feel so bad because like, Beruki would be going on and on about. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, this was great. Really loving it because he's a huge Guardians fan, which is fine because I'm an incredible Hulk fan, so like I sound like a real clown <laughs> right now, you <laughs> know. Just wait
1: till we get Daredevil properly in the MCU, and then I'll <laughs> finally be standing someone. Hey, we had a cameo for Daredevil, that's yeah, not- we did. No, did that does not count. Time for a Daredevil movie and not one with Ben Affleck, with Charlie <laughs> Cox. <laughs> I will die
0: on this hill. What watch Ben Applet get recasted as Daredevil and then JJ's going to get
1: no. I I'll be gone. I i just won't even I, I can't <laughs> be on that podcast.
2: <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a reunion podcast at this point where we're just talking about like just black shit-y opinions we have about the Marvel Universe. Mine being Incredible Hulk is a top 10 Marvel movie project. JJ being We Need a Dead Heart Air Devil project. And then Baruki convincing us that the Guardians project is low key number one and two, the best Marvel project. I didn't they say they were number one and two solely because of Chris' had same type of humor that he brings throughout all his other movies.
0: I never said that Guardians one that were number one and two though. I have Guardians one at like number seven, and I have Guardians two at like what number fourteen or something. So I really don't have it them at like the highest. <laughs> <laughs> And Chris Pratt is hilarious, so I don't know what you mean, but...
3: <laughs> ah, see, there it is.
0: But, um, no, I mean, I, I at least, looking back on it, I'm still kind of pissed that Guardians 2 is like one point lower than Black Widow, because I've gone down on Black Widow even more, so... But, uh, but, you know, that's a different <laughs> podcast. Um... So if we come back, we will be taking a break uh, aside from coming back to like rearrange rankings. Uh, if we come back, we may be coming back this summer to talk about love, Thor Love and Thunder and Miss Marvel maybe after like that show finishes. Because we won't be doing weekly recaps of like the shows anymore just because, you know, it's hard to do weekly things anymore. and just so many. <laughs> right. So, I mean, if we do the shows, again, I feel like just doing, like, a whole wrap-up like we've been doing here and just discussing, like, we do the movies might be the best course of action. So, I mean, at, at the very least, I think, like, Miss Marvel wraps up, like, right around Thor, Love, and Th- Thunder will be coming into theaters, so maybe if our next one, it, if not, like, our big rearranging the rankings thing, then we come back and do Miss Marvel and Thor, Love, and Thunder, then we can... I don't know. If we come back, which I... I probably will because i don't want to like say this is like the end forever and we never will podcast again because i don't want to say that but um even though i've been teasing this like this is the end of all time but like you know
1: you're not allowed to have any more podcasts this is it you're done this is the end of it all
0: yeah um
1: we're in the end game now
0: yeah that i mean i literally made like that end game thing of like uh part of the journey is the end and when i made the my rank tier rankings video so i mean apparently according to me i decided to make it like it was end game so,
2: um, so i have the gauntlet, i'm gonna snap my fingers and only jj turns to dust <laughs> <Hey>.
0: wow <laughs> whoa,
2: whoa. What? What?
0: Okay. So, so I guess
2: You can't turn to dust because he's gotta host the podcast and I'm holding the gauntlet So why would I snap myself away So JJ by this well we You do, you could snap the one that's gonna turn to dust
0: You could snap Josh and Gabe to mean, dust Because they're not on this podcast <laughs> Like
2: Okay first of all I feel like Josh would just be Too sassy and just reverse the yeah.
1: Fucking effects <laughs> I feel attacked <laughs> I haven't snapped my fingers yet all, all right. right. You're dust.
0: <laughs> you don't have to go. JJ just pulled a no you. <laughs> <laughs> Uno reverse. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it. Other. I mean, the other things that I'll pro that like I'm excited for coming up, I guess it's been a long podcast. so I don't really want to do nerdy news, but the only other things coming up this month, we've got the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus Plus. And we've got Stranger Things Season 4 on Netflix, so.
1: I honestly didn't even think about nerdy news, and I have nothing.
0: I, it's fine. I, I said I didn't really. I just wanted to bring up those couple things, and then I didn't really want to do more nerdy news because it's been a long podcast.
1: Well, clearly I wasn't listening. Sorry.
2: <laughs> you're
0: fine. It's been two hours. Oh, so.
2: well, you're turning the dust, you bastard.
0: <laughs> okay, are we ready to end this, or is there anything else we want to say on the Multiverse of Madness? know you fuck okay (laughs) well it's been a long podcast uh so kudos to whoever sticks around for two hours but um uh we'll see you uh next time whenever there is a next time on tribe of nerds